Welcome back. It's another episode of From Brothers Got Next. Of course, it's your boy, Quab. I'm joined by my co-host, my dog, my ace, Darian. How you doing, brother? Okay, man. What's going on with you, man? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. So we're recording this podcast on uh, on a Thursday. It is December 7th. Uh, unfortunately, man, we got to start the podcast off with some somber news. Um, it, sucks. It, it, it hits close to home for us, man. Our alma mater, UNLV. We're both running Rebels. We're proud running Rebels. We've been uh, since we graduated back in uh, 06 for you and 07 for me. Uh, but unfortunately, some really, really rough news out of Vegas yesterday. There was a gunman on campus um, on Wednesday the 6th, a 67-year-old a college professor by the name of Anthony uh, Polito. He didn't work on the campus, but he um, applied for a job there. Reports are saying that he didn't get the job. So he went back to the school and it was with a handgun. It wasn't with an automatic. He went back to the school, I guess, to, um, you know, news is still being reported, but supposedly it was to seek revenge or anything like that. Investigators are still looking into it, but he targeted um, the three people that he ended up killing. Um, of course, we don't know if he targeted more, but no students were killed uh, based off the reports right now, which is if you could take any good news out of this, it would be that. Um, and I don't know necessarily if this qualifies as a mass shooting. I believe it's four people or more, but, and, and of course he didn't use an automatic weapon. It was just a handgun, but either way, man, just really sad news um, out of our school. And, and you never think it happens to to um, to your school. You know, you hear about it and it's always sad news, but but when it when it hits um, when, you know, I was just on the campus two weeks ago, you know, when it hits that close to home, it just feels different. But, um, you know, obviously just wanted to um, mention that. And, and obviously, you know, all these families, our condolences go out to them. Uh, but, yeah, man, just wanted to get your thoughts on that, Darian. Yeah, you kind of, you know, took the words out of my mouth. Everything you kind of said, I'm going to pretty much repeat and echo. Um, you know, you don't actually that text me yesterday. I was at work uh, sitting at my desk and I got the text from you and clicked on the link. And yeah, the first thing I thought of was like, man, I can't believe, you know, like you said, you think it can never happen. Um, you know, where you go to school at or where you've been, you know, where you've gone to school at. And, um, you know, Vegas to me is like, for both of us, I know it's like a second home. Oh, you know, I, definitely. You know, I, I didn't just go to school there. You know, I lived there for a year after I went to school, worked. So Vegas for me is my second home. And I think about all the places I've lived, you know, besides where I'm from and where I currently live, that is pretty much kind of my second home. Vegas is like, you know, my I, I I always say I grew up there, you know what I mean? Because that's where I became a man and older and kind of learned to be on my own and, mm-hmm. you know, be responsible. You know, yeah. obviously, we, you know, met you and a lot of other, you know, great people. Um, and, yeah, I just learned a lot out there. So it was very sad and just kind of emotional hearing about it yesterday when you text me. Yeah. And just talking to, you know, family and talking to people we went to school with. Yeah, it was just I think a lot of us were just in shock and, um, you know, you just never think it's going to hit that close to home or you never think it's going to be the school that you went to your alma mater. Um, mm-hmm. But like you said, in my, you know, my heart and condolences and thoughts and prayers go out to the families. Um, you know, I, I think obviously there's bigger questions when it comes to this shooting. I, I, I know you were saying that it's four months of mass shooting, but I mean, three people dead, that's still bad. Um, oh, of course. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to sit up here and talk about, you know, gun laws and gun violence and all this, but you know, I just, it's just another, it's just another incident, another, you know, thing to look at and point at to, because, you know, listen, until, laws are changed or, you know, our politicians in, in D.C. 
do something, it's going to be like this all the time. It's starting to become kind of numb and kind of like we're just getting used to hearing about shootings. There was actually a shooting, I believe, the day before that shooting in Texas. I don't know if you heard about that. Now, that was a mass shooting because he this person went on like a shooting spree or whatever. But and I think he had automatic weapon. I know this guy didn't. But yeah, man, it's just a lot of things that need to be addressed and answered of like, you know, how we combat this and. I mean, first of all, we need to just do something like, you know, it just still goes back to the, you know, argument of, you know, you know, uh, universal background checks and mm-hmm. everybody just needs to have a gun. Uh, I think you and me had conversation yesterday about, you know, right, handguns. If you want to protect your home, I get that. If, you know, you need a rifle because you like to hunt. OK, but there needs to be, you know, people, people out, people out here in this society, in the world, not everybody needs to have a gun because some people do have mental health issues and those people don't need to have a gun, you know? So that needs to be addressed and talked about at some mm-hmm. point. I mean, I think people have been talking about it for years and yeah. I think, what is it? Almost 90 something percent of the public is in agreement with universal background checks. I, I, I still don't know why I don't understand what is going on and why we haven't done that. But I think you touched on it yesterday with just me and you talking that, you know, these politicians get paid and, you know, the NRA is a powerful uh, entity and obviously they're paying these politicians to keep the gun laws the way they are. But, you know, just know as you do that, this is going to keep happening. And I think it's not, it's, you know, um, I would say it's going to take, you know, for one of them, you know, a politician or somebody for them to, for this to happen to, close to home to them. But, you know, I think we talked about it yesterday, like, you know, we were both there when Sandy Hook happened uh, in Connecticut. We were both working for ESPN and, you know, we both kind of said we once we once they didn't do anything about that, we kind of knew, OK, this, this nothing's ever going to happen when it comes to gun laws. So it's sad to keep talking about this. And yeah. like I said, we keep kind of feeling it's just kind of numb. It's kind of like everyday life now. But I mean, I, I think, you know, on a bigger scope, America's starting to kind of turn into like a third world country. You know what I mean? Where gun violence is just the norm. You know what I mean? Like, you you know, they talk about all these other countries that are bad. I, you know, if somebody was to come in and say, should I come somewhere? I'm going to say, no. I'm gonna be like, no, because there's a there's gun violence every day. There's a mass shooting every day. You want to deal with that? So, yeah, those are my thoughts on it, man. No, no, everything was, was well said. And this is the 80th school shooting this year, you know? Um, right. There's been 600, and this is according to CNN, there's been 631 mass shootings in the U.S. this year alone. Wow. So wait, 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 so that was the 80th, the 80th school one, but it's been over 600 total. Yeah, 631 mass shootings in the U.S. this year, according to the Gun Violence Archive. And this is a, a CNN article. Yeah, 631. Now, I believe a mass shooting is, is um, four, four victims or more. I believe is what's considered a mass shooting. But, so but course, listen to what you just said, Quav. You said oh, yeah. 631. Like, yeah, you yeah, would think, okay, thing. like, it is a normal thing. Yeah, like, it's five or ten is bad. Like, time. you know, between like five and ten are bad. Like, oh man, there's been five of them this year. That's bad. Or, yo, there's been ten of them. It's over 600. I mean, that's insane. That's, I mean, I, I don't really know how else to put it. There's only 365 days in a year. So, Back to what you were saying really quick, as far as like gun laws, what makes us 
confident that'll change. I mean, this is a con- this, this is such a normal part of our society now, and it's it's terrible. You just hope that it doesn't affect people you know and love or yourself. No, I'm not uh, confident, and that's I think maybe I should have said that you know when I was doing you know the opening dialogue, saying that I, I'm not confident that these uh, politicians or people that we elect, you know, here people here in D.C. will do anything about it because again, when Sandy Hook happened, we were both there in Connecticut during Sandy Hook. We thought, okay, these are kids, these are little kids that got killed, right? Um, yeah. And nothing happened. It was just like, uh, yeah, okay. Well, the gun laws are still going to say the same. We don't care. Right. Um, so, no, I'm not confident. And that's why I said at the end of my dialogue saying that if I'm somebody, if, if you're somebody from another country and you're saying, you know, should I come to the U.S.? I'm going to say no because, you know, like, you just said 630, like, I just had to actually just think about that for a minute. So 631 uh-huh. mass shootings, right? Remember, yeah. Carl, there's only 365 days in a year. So that's oh, more yeah. than... You're talking about almost two a day. Uh-huh. I mean, that doesn't... I, I don't understand, like, from a, even a human being standpoint, forget about you getting paid and you're, you're a politician. That doesn't bother you that it's two a day? There shouldn't even be one a day. Like I said, if we were talking about, like, in single digits, like, oh, man, it was five maybe 10 or something. Okay, that's bad. You're like, oh, that's that sucks. But come on. Over 680 school shootings? Yeah, 80. Like, I, I feel like every year they're going to just try to break the record. It's going to be, if it's 631 this year, it's going to be over 700 next year and 100 school shootings next year. It's like everybody, yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. You know, um, I get the NRA is a big entity and, you know, they're paying these these politicians to, you know, keep the laws the way they are. But I mean, man, I, it, it's really sad when they're putting that over human life. But, you know, I'm not confident anything will change. And just to put it into perspective even more before we move on, um, two countries in particular, New Zealand and Norway. Um, a single, there was a single mass shooting there. I'm looking at an article. I found this on an article in Time. But there was a, a single shooting happened in each of those countries, and it forced them to make widespread change with their gun laws. One shooting. Yeah. Yeah. So back in 2019, there was a shooting in uh, Christchurch, New Zealand. 51 people um, were shot, shot dead. I remember that. Yeah, I remember yep, that. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. And they... They they drastically changed the gun laws. They're like, all right, screw it. This this can't happen anymore. Heck, remember this isn't the first time that's you know Vegas back in I believe in twenty seventeen. Right. Yeah. So this is like yeah. the second at yeah. Mandalay Bay. That was right. I think right. that was the most deadly mass shooting in U.S. history. Correct? In U.S. history, right? Sixty people died. I think what over four hundred injured or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And nothing changed. So it's unfortunate news, man. We're just praying that the families are, you know, we're, we're you know if, if there's any sort of any sort of good news to take out of this. There were no students killed, just anything. Just trying to find something positive, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. It was just really scary, man. And hoping that, um, you know, just continue to hope that things change, man. But um, yeah, man, it's just, it's so weird watching the news and you, you see your school and you see buildings you used to have class in. It's just, it's weird, man. You know, it, it, it just hits different. It hits different. Like, oh man, that's the, that's the, Effort, you know, the, the student union, that's the bookstore. That's the, it's just like, wow, we used to hang out in these places, you know? Yeah, man. And I, and even a, a bigger question, a deeper question is, you know, I, you know, obviously we're both married. We have wives and stuff. So I was talking to my wife, you know, yesterday about it. And she's like, it's, it's just making, getting to the point that if we did have children, 
do I want to send them to school? You know what I mean? Like, you have to think about that. Like, they may not, you may send your kid to school, they may not come back, that's, you know? Heck, my, my wife is a professor, college a, professor. Exactly, right. And I was, I know even it's closer to home for you because, right, uh-huh. your your wife is a professor. And obviously, this was, this was, these were faculty members that got killed. So, yeah, I, I just, I remember, um, you know, before the job I had, I was working at a college. Mm. And my, you know, my wife was always kind of scared because she's like, you know, hey, be careful because, you know, with the, of the school shootings and just for her to just have to think about that every day for me to go to work. That's that's a scary feeling. That's you shouldn't be having to feel that feeling, you know, when, when your loved one's like leaving out the house every day. Yeah, man, it's it's terrifying to even think about. But yeah, yeah, man, we'll uh, we'll try to bring some positivity here and move on and, and get into our bag here and, and bring bring our listeners what they came to what they came to hear. But yeah, man, let's transition. Um, Thursday night football tonight, Steelers Patriots. Not too many people are that hype about the game. We'll get in, we'll dig into that a little later. I have some thoughts on that. But <laughs> let's start let's start with your Cowboys, man. Coming off of a um, a good win against the Seahawks last Thursday night. Um, you know, they're sitting in a really good spot with a major opportunity coming up this weekend in Dallas. They got the Eagles coming into the building. Um, heck, this could this could go a long way towards the, uh, determining who wins that division. Um, big, big, big game coming up in a, in a really tough stretch of games you guys have coming up overall. But yeah, D, I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping I get your your some sort of. I don't. I don't want you. I want. I don't want the pessimist to come out here. Just give me some real thoughts on how you how you felt about the Cowboys' last win and and moving forward and what you think about the Eagles' matchup coming up. You say you don't. <laughs> you don't want me to be a pessimist. You said right. <laughs> I just want you. To, I just want you to. I just want you to observe it. I just want you to explain it in a just as a football fan. I want you to take the Cowboys right, so take, fan take, out. Take of away it. that I'm not a fan of them. You're saying just take, You're, look at it. Look yeah, at look it from at, like if I was looking at just at a football game, a non-biased point of view. Yeah, you're you know because I know how cowboy fans are. Y'all are naturally pessimists, and I'm not going to say I don't understand it. But you have a good football team. I don't think there's any denying that. You guys, you guys can lie all you want. It's a good football team. Um, they're good. They've been good the last few years. They're nine and three. But yeah, what are your thoughts going into this game? How do you feel about it? Uh, hey, you know, give me any perspective you want. I don't care. Yeah, from from. from, from <laughs> From a non-football, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, yep. Obviously, the first meeting, I think, what, uh, Eagles won by five. That was came a down, good matchup. Yeah, it, it came down game. to the last play of the game, pretty much. Um, yeah. So I don't think this game would be any different. I'm surprised that the the line, from a betting standpoint, that the Cowboys are favored uh, by, I think it was, a, I, the last time I looked, it was like three and a half, and maybe three now, I don't know. Well, but it, I, was, I was surprised. What would you expect it to be? No, I thought the Eagles would be favored. So I, I if, if I'm, if I'm from a betting standpoint, whether you're a Cowboys fan or Eagles fan. I mean, I would probably bet the Eagles because I I mean the Eagles to me are the better team. Um I know they I got mean, they're a game they're a game better and you guys are great at home. I, I'm not surprised you guys are favored. I think three is like the Yeah, I mean game. look, I know right, I know the Eagles got, you know, stomped this past weekend by the Niners, who I who I believe is the best team in the league. Um and um yeah, and I get it. You know, we haven't lost at home. Uh this is a division rival. Um and I know the Eagles only won by five the first time. So, but uh, yeah, I I still would have favored favored the Eagles, just in my opinion. Um, but just looking at it from the from not a fan standpoint, from from a just a football fan, um, I think a couple key things here. I mean, look, if the offense keeps playing the way they've been playing, and I'm talking about the Cowboys, yeah, they they should win the game. Um, the def- the D- Dallas defense did kind of concern me last week with the win. I mean, they gave up 35 points, and one thing they, that 
Gino was able to do was kind of throw it around there. Like the secondary didn't look that great. Um, and they didn't really get a big pass rush on Gino until the end of the game. Um, I don't know if you can do that with Jalen Hurts. Right. Um, the Eagles also have some issues, though, as well. I mean, oh, for I know sure. We're going to get into that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they just signed Shaq Leonard. Um, and yeah, they also have some some uh, big injuries. I know I think one of their safeties is out. Their secondary is also a little shaky as well. Um, you know, with them, it's just if if they can get a pass rush, they they normally can win the game. You know, if they get the pass rush, that's what's really that's their anchor and their uh, bread and butter for their defense. Because you know, if if you whoever quarterback you are, if you get time against Philly, you can throw on them, and you know, you can you can gain a lot of yards. Um, so it's it's really going to be to me. With both teams, I think it's just a matchup of that those front the front four, and yeah. the, and you know the linebackers. I think whoever can get pressure on the other team's quarterback is probably going to win the game. Um, now it may be it may come down that neither one can, and it comes into a shootout. Now if it comes into a shootout, I do kind of like Dallas because um, mm-hmm. I just the way Dak is playing right now. I, yeah, I mean I would have to lean towards the Cowboys if it gets into like a high scoring. I think that favors Dallas more. I think if it's low scoring, it favors the Eagles because the Eagles have been winning ugly this whole season. You know, they, they've come from behind or they keep games close. And then at the end they win, you know, kind of what they did in the first game. So I think if, if, if it's a low scoring, like maybe in the, in the low twenties, I think it favors the Eagles. I think if it's a high scoring game that favors the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys can win in the shootout. Cause I, I like that at home in the shootout. If it goes, you know, like how the how the Seahawks game went, I think it was forty one thirty five. So if it gets into like the thirties, I kind of like the Cowboys. But if you're if you're asking me from a football standpoint, uh, just a fan standpoint, if I, who I like to win, mm-hmm. I'm I'm still gonna lead towards the Eagles. Um, I Are you going think, based off of something in particular? Uh because I know they haven't won there in a while. They haven't. They haven't. And Jalen Hurts has actually played them, but you know, I, obviously last year he didn't play. I think Gardner Minshew played last year oh, there, right. who actually played. Who actually played well there last year? They, I mean, they only lost, I think, by six points or a touchdown or something like that. But uh, yeah, so Jalen hasn't played there, I think, in two years. Um, but yeah, I just like the Eagles in a close game. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be similar to the first meeting. But I just think the Eagles will find a way to pull it out at the end. They they like to win ugly. They, the thing is with the Eagles, they can win many different ways. I think with Dallas, like they have a formula. Like Dallas is, you know, if the pass rush is on and they get turnovers, and in the offense, you know, Dak plays with a lead, they're great. Uh, I don't think the Cowboys are really good with coming from behind. I, I mean, they were down, I think, seven or less than seven against the Seahawks, so I don't consider that being, like, trailing. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm talking about, like, ten or more, you know, being down two touchdowns. I don't like the Cowboys coming from behind. I think the Eagles can win coming from behind more than the yeah. Cowboys can. So, yeah, yeah okay. like I said, man, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be close. I think I can see this game in the, you know, maybe 28, 25 kind of range. But I, I, I like – I actually favor the Eagles by three. I think the Eagles will end up winning by, like, a field goal. So, that's mm, okay. that, that's how I feel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, looking at it from, a, obviously, a non-biased standpoint, since I'm not a, a fan of either team, I actually like the Cowboys in this spot um, based off of one, as I've mentioned to you, and I know you were – really big on the Eagles so much to even say like put them in the Super Bowl now and I've never really bought into that it's, it's not to say I don't think the, the Eagles are a good team but I do have some real concerns with the Eagles especially as you touched on I won't repeat too much of what you said their defense if you look at some of their uh, some of the games that they've won obviously they've won a lot of games they've only lost 
two times, but mm-hmm. 42 against the Niners, 34 against the Bills, 31 against the Commanders. Like they've they've given up a lot of points in some of these games. And I think for me, um, I didn't see anything encouraging. I know I understand the Niners. They just severely outcoached them last week and outschemed them. They just did whatever they wanted. It was screen passes and Caffrey was running all over and Brock Purdy looked great. And by the way, it's time to just for people to just say Brock Purdy's good. I'm tired of the Oh well, he has all these weapons. Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. Yeah, but I do still okay. Not to again, I gotta stop you. I still do want to see him when he's trailing, though. We haven't seen that. Every time he's won, he's had a lead. He okay, reminds me a lot. That. He reminds yeah. me a lot of Dak. Like I think both of them with leads, they're awesome. They're great. Like when they have but leads, good, but Dak's a good quarterback. Nobody. No, 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 Dak is a good quarterback. I'm just saying yeah. that they're both similar in that way. That with the lead, they're awesome. I I have yet to see Purdy trail. And be like, okay, what are you going to do now when you're down 10 or you're down 14? Like, we've seen Dak when he's true. Now, maybe not this year, but, like, in past years, we've seen Dak, you know, engineer comebacks. We've seen it. So, yeah. I want to I see when Purdy, when you're down, you know, right, 10, 14 points, can you depend on him? Like, okay. he's awesome with a lead. And, you know, like you said, Kyle Shanahan's schemes and, and the motions and the formations, they're great. They're awesome. And they, they're probably the most talented team in the league when you talk about – Oh, roster-wise, they are the most – they have the best yeah. roster in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Kettles, Debo, McCaffrey, Trent Williams, you know, Fred Warner on defense. You know what I mean? Now um, they got Chase Young and Nick Bosa. Chase Young and Bosa. Yeah, oh, no. Like I said, they probably have the top roster in the league. But I want to see Purdy when they're down and they're trailing and they have to make a comeback, what he what he's made of. Because he's he's great with a lead. He's great. Like, and I that's think- – yeah, and, and that's a and, lot of quarterbacks. A lot of quarterbacks, most quarterbacks are great with the lead. I mean, some are, you know, they're just not good. But, yeah, like I said, because Dak is great with a lead. But um, I want to see him down. So I, I'm not going to go ahead and yet say Purdy's this great quarterback yet. I don't think – nobody's saying great. I just think he's good. I don't think there's well, anything he, wrong with but, that. But, Quab, he's in the MVP discussion. I mean, people think he's the MVP. And my, my thing is, too, like, the only reason people want to see that, I need to see him trailing, is probably just because he wasn't a first-round pick. Hypothetical, if, if Brock Purdy was the third overall pick, I don't think we would need him to prove. We would just be like, oh, no, he's a third overall pick. He's really good. Like, he's living mm-hmm. up to the hype. I think him being a seventh-round pick still doesn't really have people quite believing the hype. Um, I, I think that's really what it is, you know? It's I like, think what it is is that people are questioning it because of what, Mm-hmm. has been able to do in the past. They went to a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. They won multiple playoff games with Jim, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. But, but, but Garoppolo didn't look good in those games. Dude, he, he he's looked bad in multiple playoff games. Garoppolo's never looked as good as Purdy looks now. Not on the Niners system. He hasn't. He hasn't, man. No, I, know, I, I get you all that. But then, like, you know, even if you go back to Matt Ryan, like the, the, the year he was there with Matt Ryan. Matt, Matt Ryan Ryan's was a good quarterback, though. I mean, yeah, Matt Ryan was a whole – But it, Matt yeah. Ryan was a was – a, was a, was an MVP. Like, it wasn't until he, he got there that he was MVP. So I think people are putting more, giving more props to Shanahan than the actual quarterback. So, like I said, man, it's a wait and see. I mean, obviously, like you said, they have the they have the most talented roster in the league from, from top to bottom. Yeah. Um, when it gets into playoff time, yeah. I, and who knows? They may never trail. Who knows? They may always be up. I don't know. Because right. last week, that's as good as I've seen them look all year. Like, they looked incredible. Like, they oh, look... Man, they've had a lot. They've had a lot of super impressive games. A lot of... But, really... no, that, that last week, I mean, I guess the Eagles... Like, oh, yeah, they, they looked, looked awesome. Like, they they looked... looked like they were the best team in the league. Like, that, they, they looked unstoppable. Like, you're not... 
you're not beating them. Like they're they're that. Like I'm going to go on a limb. I think that was the most impressive win of any team this NFL season. I, even I agree. including the because even the Broncos, the you know Dolphins beat them seventy to whatever. But like the Broncos were really bad at that point. Right, this is right. a ten and one team at home in one of the toughest places to win a game, and they absolutely worked them. Exactly. Worked exactly. Them. Yeah. So you know, but I, I'm I'm still kind of wait. I'm I'm the jury for me on Purdy still out for me. And that's fine. Everybody wants to, you know, say, hey, he's a good quarterback. I think he, you know, he's an MVP candidate. Go ahead. That's fine. For me, I don't, I'm not, I'm not willing to do that yet. Cause let's see when we get to playoff time, when, you know, you have to play good teams every week and it gets harder. And if he's down, what does he do? You know what I mean? And my um, whole thing is too, like, people are acting like he's just dinking and dunking. I mean, you got to remember, like, he threw for over 300 yards against the Eagles. Now, I understand that, like, you throw it to Debo Samuel. On a, on a bubble screen, he can take it to the crib. That's just how talented he is. But, um, yeah, he's not passing for – these These ain't Tyrod Taylor numbers, man. He's not passing. Yeah, but, but, Quab, but let's be real. I, I to be – all the games I've watched, I've never really seen him go, like, deep, deep. Like, he doesn't have a big arm. Like, he – I've never seen him throw no fifty yard bomb and he's yeah, a lot of solid, but, that, but that's also a lot of the a lot of the passes are screen passes or like he could throw like twenty twenty yard passes and you know complete those which a lot of quarterbacks can. But that's but also can, the off that's also the offense he's in. I don't. I no, don't and, think I, that's, and I agree yeah. with you on that. But what I'm saying yeah. is that yeah, he he is he is kind of to me dinking and dunking. He's not throwing bombs. He's not throwing you know forty yard touchdowns like right like the Debo saying like Debo had two touchdowns last week. When he threw them, it was like a five-yard pass, and he ran the rest of the way. I mean, and, and obviously, I give I give him credit for completing the pass and then Debo doing yep. the rest, but he, we haven't seen him just, oh, okay, throw a bomb, throw 50-yard, you know, for a touchdown. We've seen, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't seen that. So yeah. that's, a, that's another reason why I do still do question him because I'm like, I really haven't seen him throw no bomb passes. Like, I don't really know if he has an arm. So you need to see him down 17 like that? No, so no, no, no. I'm not saying – well, no, not down 17. I was going to say like 10 or 14. But, no, I just – I want to see – I already talked about that. I'm just You want to see some adversity. You wanna yes, see I want to see some adversity. I want to see him throw downfield. What I mean by downfield is that he can throw right, uh, 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 you know, all uh, all go route. You know what I mean? Where 40 yards, maybe it doesn't have to be, you know, 50 yards, 30 yards, 40 yards. Yeah, well, I know he can throw it 20 yards. I know he can get a first down. A lot of quarterbacks. Well, maybe, but like I said, maybe that's not Shanahan's offense. Like you, you, you can say like, "Oh, I want to see him throw a deep, you know, go route." But like Shanahan's not necessarily drawing up plays where where Brian and Ayuk is just running a go route. But then you're kind of proving my point. That's then it's a Shanahan system. Then that's what he's playing in. Because if I understand, but you have to you have to execute the system. You it's not like every quarterback that looked great in Shanahan's system. Do Purdy has the highest QB rating and passes ten yards or longer of any quarterback this season? So like he's not just dinking and dunking like he's he now he throws a lot of intermediate routes which is perfectly fine like you you know a lot of fifteen yard completions nineteen right yards, that's what I'm saying he's yards. just throwing a yeah. lot of right fifteen yard even like maybe twenty yard completions like but that's not dinking route. and dunking that's not dinking and dunking he's like you said he's he's throwing for like he threw for over three hundred yards against the Eagles so yeah but some like, of them are a lot of them are screen passes though like it's it's a screen to McCaffrey twenty five yards then to Debo and I and I get it that's their offense and then that works like yeah. they. A lot of teams can't stop it, but we got to be real with each other with what we see and just of like looking at the numbers like, oh, man, he's doing for 300 yards. But I'm, I'm watching it. I, I I watch him. You know, I mean, I have Sunday ticket, so I watch him almost every week. So I'm, I'm seeing it with my own eyes. Like, again, I just want to see him down. And can he throw down the field when he has to throw down the field? Because I'm I, I know Shanahan's office, but you can't tell me that nobody's just open. 
you know, down the field like like that. Like, I just think, right, right. it's Shanahan's system. He's like, hey, you throw it 10 yards and let the receiver do the rest. I'll tell you I mean, what, he's executing it exceptionally well, bro. He is. Exceptionally he is. well. I'll give, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you look at you look at his games against you guys and the Eagles. I mean, he threw eight touchdowns and no picks in those two games combined against two of the better teams in the FC. So yeah, I'm not, I'm, and I'm not going to say that the system's not a part of it. I've given Shanahan his props. It's a great system. He he out coaches, he out schemes a lot of the you know a lot of his the, the coaches on the other sidelines. But um, I think it takes a certain kind of quarterback to execute the scheme, and I think he's the perfect guy to do it. So, but no, with that said, we're both pretty much saying the same thing. This team is 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 really 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 talented, and I think they are the Super Bowl favorites as they should be. Now the key is, are they going to be able to get home field? Because I think. You know, it's going to be hard to go to back to Philly and potentially go to. I guess they wouldn't have to go to Dallas because. Well, know, you would Dallas. if you're a Niners fan, you would you would be rooting for the Cowboys this weekend because mm-hmm. if the Cowboys win, then I think they they take over top spot in the NFC East, and then with the tiebreaker, I think the Niners have the tiebreaker over the Cowboys from beating them. The Niners would get the home field. You know what I mean? So yeah, what I'm saying is right. I think the Niners. The, the best case for them would, but they, but they've also proven they can win games. I mean, they destroy teams on the road too. So, but I think if they, if they end up getting home field, they're going to be really, really difficult to beat, man. Really. Oh, I agree. I agree. And I, 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 I will add to that is that, that I think they have to get home because I think it's hard to go into somewhere twice on the road and they're not going to beat the Eagles like that again. That's not no, it'll, it'll be close if they do. They're not going to exactly. And, and if they have to go to Dallas, if, if that even happens, if they if they have to go to Dallas, they're not going to do that to Dallas in Dallas. Like even the games that Dallas has lost to them in the playoffs in the past, they were all close. They all they came down to like one games. possession. Exactly. All so close. that's yeah, that's not going to happen. And I'm and, you know, I'm sure Shannon, he's smart enough to know. Yeah, that's not going to happen a second time. It's going to be a lot closer. And yeah, it's going to be a lot more difficult than. The first time, you know what I mean. So, well, according to Devo Samuel, after that first Cowboys win, he says we we would do the same thing to them again. That's what he said. So, okay, <laughs> if he if he believes that, you know. <laughs> now, nah, but we'll see, man. We got to. Um, I I like the Cowboys, but I I definitely understand that game can go either way. But I do like the Cowboys. Um, and I think they're gonna, you know, be in play for that one seed. I think it'll be between them and the Niners and the Eagles. I don't think much will change after this weekend. Obviously, if the Cowboys want any chance at winning that division, this is a must win. Like they won't win the division if they don't win this game. Oh so. yeah, yeah, no, it's a must win for them. I mean, yeah, if they want to win the division. This is a must win. It's not even a question. They have to, um, no question. Yeah, they have to. Right? No, that I, that I agree. Um. I mean, like I said, with that being said, I still like the Eagles in a close game. Um, but you're, you're right. It can go either way. Uh, the Cowboys, you know, they're at home, so they could they could win the game. Um, I think, it, like you said, it's a bigger game for the Cowboys than it is the Eagles. Because I think even if the Eagles lose, you know, and even if the Cowboys just this week take take over first place in the NFC East, it's not that big of a deal because, you know, the, the Cowboys still have a tough schedule, you know, remaining. They do. And the Eagles have a more favorable schedule down the stretch. So it's not – it's not as big as big as a loss for the Eagles as it would be for the Cowboys. Yeah, the Eagles actually have after you guys, they have some some very winnable games. So like that's why I think this game is even more important for Dallas because after y'all, um, they play the Seahawks. It's in Seattle. That'll be tough. Mm-hmm. They have the last three games of the season are Giants, Cardinals, Giants. Yeah, so, so they should win all those. They, they're 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 going to win those three games. So. Right. 
yeah, yeah. Huge game this weekend. Super excited about it. Um, I think Dak is in the driver's seat for MVP, especially if he can win some of these games down the stretch with these. I believe you guys have five games left. Five? Is it five or six? I think five. five. Yeah, we have five. Yeah. If you guys can win four of those games and Dak's look, Dak looks really good, I think he'll. I think he can win MVP. So. Yeah. How crazy, yeah. How crazy we'll would see, that we'll be? See. It's going to be tough because they have a tough schedule too. I, I know they you didn't do. mention their schedule, but after the Eagles, they have Bills at Bills. You know, at could the be, Dolphins could be could be, yeah. could be snowy. Um, at Dolphins, I know a lot of people, uh, with the Dolphins, you know, they just think of the offense, and you know, yeah. it, that, I mean, that that's could be it, the number but, one seed in the AFC right there. Yeah, yeah. The, the Dolphins is you know uh, their defense is starting to play well. Ever since Jalen Ramsey came back, they look better. The Lions are still a mystery. They're up and down. I don't. I, I can't get my take on the line. They're going to win their division, but you think they're a mystery? I think they're a good team. Yeah, but they had some. They had some like bad losses. Like they, you know, like they they lost. You know, losing that Thanksgiving game to Green Bay, they should have won that game. Man, then, every team has bad losses. The freaking Eagles lost to the Jets. It happens, dog. Yeah, but then they also have a loss. Like, like I know the Seahawks <laughs> are not a bad team, but they lost. No, the, you know, Seahawks at home to the Seahawks are solid. The Seahawks are a solid team. I, yeah, then, I don't know, man. I don't know if I trust. I just don't know if I trust the Lions as Which much. Which is understandable. So. I mean, they're the Lions. I don't. They yeah, have, they exactly. Don't have a ton on I the still think they're gonna win the division. They're fine. They're gonna win the division. They'll have they'll have a home playoff game. I just don't know if I trust them overall. So, and yeah, but, Cow- but we, do know, game, we do know we do we do know they're a good team though. I think that's yeah, fair. and the, and, the, and the game with them in Dallas that that's in Dallas. So I I kind of like Dallas. I, I trust Dallas a little more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then I mean, then we end the season with the Commanders. Um, <laughs> we don't have to discuss them. Uh, but uh, yeah. So if the Cow- and listen, if the I think in the best case scenario, the Cowboys can go three and two in a stretch. I think that's that's pretty good. Either way, the Cowboys are going to be a playoff team, and you're oh, going to no go. Question, through, no you're going to go. You're going to go through your. That. Yeah. Well, you they, weren't saying the best that. Best case week, scenario, is they go three and two. I think that's that's pretty good because they'll be what twelve and five. So yeah, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, and I got to get on you for like a week ago. You're like, oh, they're going to lose five straight. And I said, what, what, what are we talking about here, man? No, uh, no, but here's the thing. They still could lose. Well, they could still lose four straight. I don't know about the five straight anymore. Why, why still... would they lose four straight? What what have they what have they done to indicate they're gonna lose four straight? Well, Quab, you're you're acting like they've beaten a bunch of good teams. Like the Seahawks, I think Seahawks were the first team they beat that was over five hundred, I think. I mean they've only played season. three. They've only played three. So like I, I still think the sample size is pretty small. They have an opportunity to reverse that coming up. Um, Hope so. Like I said, well, they got four. They got four good teams coming up. So we'll, yeah, they're gonna lose we'll all see. four because those other teams. Because you gotta remember, the Lions are also playing. Like those teams are also playing a good team. It's not like you know what I mean. Like the Cowboys, they, that's a challenge for the other team too. It's not like all these teams are automatically gonna beat the Cowboys. <laughs> I, I no, I, I get that. I understand that, but I'm just saying they have the they the Cowboys have to have the capability of losing all those four games though. Because... No, they're not gonna. No, they don't. They're not gonna lose all four. It's not okay. No shot. All right. They're not gonna go zero and four. If they do, they're not gonna make the fl- well. They'll fight. They'll fight. Because eh, <laughs> yeah, they still have it. the commanders. Because because worst 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 case scenario, and, and you know they, they they would beat the commanders at the end of the year and still have. And then we head in seven. Yeah, they're gonna make it. No, they'll make it in. They'll yeah, make they're it. not gonna lose all four. Stop it. They, I know you're not saying that they officially will, but you're saying it's a possibility. It's a possibility. I, I think it is. I don't. But, you know, hey. I don't think it's a possibility. Obviously, look, if they win this week, then you're probably right. It's not going to happen because let's say, just for the sake of argument, they lose the next three. They're going to beat the Commanders. They'll be 11-6. and six. So that's what I'm saying. This game is even bigger for them because they win this, they have 10 wins. So that's almost like, I don't want to say guaranteed for them to be in the playoffs, but you you know there's one guaranteed, more, at, least, at least one more guaranteed win if you lose the other three. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't right. know. Yeah, and, and like the Eagles game, like that was a good close game. Like I don't really think that should be considered a bad loss. That was a good game. Good game came down the last drive. So, but yeah. let's move on, man. Um, we'll see. That's going to be a great game. I'm sure we'll talk about it next podcast. But let's go through a couple of other teams that are kind of in the playoff bubble. Some of them I like better than others. But we'll go through a few of them, man. I want you to give me your thoughts on if you just have a feeling. It could be a gut feeling. It could go based off of their their their, their upcoming schedule. Whatever you want to, you know, how whatever route. Yeah, I base these all up the upcoming schedule. To be honest with you, and yeah, and yeah. that's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. So let's start, man. Thursday night football tonight. Uh, Steelers are are hosting the Patriots. You know how I felt about the Steelers all year, man. They're seven and five. It ain't pretty. Uh, the only reason they're probably seven and five is because they have a coach who, although can still lose some of those questionable games and they'll underplay an opponent, he still has those guys playing hard regardless of the roster. So we'll start with the Steelers, man. They're seven and five. They're currently the five seed in the AFC. Do you think the Steelers will make the playoffs? No. And I'm just looking, I'm going off of injuries, obviously, Kenny Pickett being out and the schedule. So I think you guys will win tonight, even though Kenny Pickett's out, because the Patriots are absolutely awful. Um, I don't like you guys against the Colts in Indy, and the Colts are like that surprise team. They may actually sneak into the playoff. They might. Um, yeah, I know we'll get, to, we'll we'll get to them later. Them a little bit. Mm-hmm. They, uh, the Bengals, it's in Pittsburgh, and no Burrow. You guys should win that, but I know the Bengals played well, even – you know, they beat Jags without Burrow, so I don't know now. Yeah, they, um, the Steelers beat them with Browning a couple weeks ago in Cincy. Okay, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, you guys should win that one. Um, I don't like you guys against the Seahawks or or, or to end the Ravens. So, I, I think I I think I said 9-8 and eight when I looked at the schedule. I said, yeah, you guys are probably okay. like 9-8. and eight. But I think it'll, it'll just be one of those teams that – it'll be those teams that are, like, kind of right outside looking you – know, what does it say? What's the saying called? Outside looking in. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. It may come down to like a tiebreak or something and you guys being out. But yeah, because I only see like two more wins for the Steelers for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. I think losing that Cardinals game was bad. Man. That was really bad. That Cardinals beating both of our teams. Look at that. I know. <laughs> I know. But that was that was one of the worst regular season losses of the Mike Tomlin era. It really was a bad loss um, to a two and ten team with everything on like everything ahead of you, man. You got a soft schedule because because here's how you you would realistically look at it. Like, all right, ooh, you got the Cardinals, the Patriots, and the Bengals coming up. Those should be three wins. They're all at home. Gets you to you know worst. You'll finish the season's ten and seven. Now you lose that game, and you're like, all right, well, we got to find a way to win at Seattle. You better not lose to New England tonight. You better not lose. No. You can't lose that game. No, you can't. If you, you can't. Lose that, it's you, over. You, if you lose tonight, it's over. It's over. You, and 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 I honestly think you will actually start hearing some Tomlin hot seat if they lose to two straight two and ten teams at home. That can't happen, Darian. Can't. No, it can't. Nah. That can't happen. And you know me. I've never been on the whole fire Tomlin train. I've always tried to be realistic about it. But you can't lose to two ten and team two. Because even even with Trubisky, who I don't like, they're starting a backup too. Bailey Zappi. They also have a backup, so you don't have right, any right. excuse. So, with that said, I actually agree with you. I, I think there's, I think they're a nine and eight team. They can possibly get to ten and uh, ten and seven because, I mean, the Colts are, are solid. I wouldn't say they're unbeatable, and the Steelers have won some solid play uh, road games this year. They won at, um, you know, they uh, won at the that the Rams. They won. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Um, like, like the Rams are okay. I wouldn't say they're a great team, but they've they've had some solid wins overall. They've beaten the the Ravens. They've beaten the Browns. So like, 
I say it's nine and eight, and I, I don't know if that's going to be good enough, especially with the, the fact that they're not going to have a tiebreaker against the Texans, um, especially if they lose some of these AFC games. I think the Texans may overtake them. So I'm going to agree with you on that. I think nine and eight, and I think they barely miss it, and it's just going to be the type of season it was, man. You know, um, I, don't right, think, right. I don't think Trubisky is that far of a drop-off from, from Pickett, I'm being honest with you. I don't think Pickett has been very good this year. So um, we'll see. But you can't lose tonight, that's for sure. I agree. But yeah, I agree with you on that one. Oh, let's go to the next one, man. Here's a tricky one. How about the Seahawks? Yeah, this one was tough because I very at tough. First, very at tough. first I was saying no way, and then I, I looked at their schedule and I was like, uh. I mean, it really depends on they may need help at the end of the season with other teams, like helping them, like if they lose and they get in there maybe with tiebreakers. But right now I'm gonna say no way because I think they're gonna lose their next two, which is to the Seahawks. I mean, to the Seahawks, to the Niners and the Eagles. I think they'll win their last three, though. So that will also put them mm, at nine and eight. Yeah. Um, I think they might be good down. enough in the AF- NFC. It might be good Right. Enough. That's what I was going to say. That may be good enough to get them in. So I'm, I'm this one is was tough because I'm kind of on the fence. It's, it's like it's not really a no way, but it's also not like a, yeah, playoff. It's, they're like right at the cusp. They're on the border. They're, they're, they're 50-50 because they are going to lose their next two games, but they're going to they're gonna end the season with a three-game winning streak. And like you said, that might be good enough just to get them at, as the seventh seed. I'm also not completely convinced that the, the automatic loss at home to the Eagles, like they're good at, they're kind of good at home. Like, I think that's, I wouldn't be shocked that the Eagles lost that game. I, I, I think they have a shot. Well, there. I will say this. If they, if they, we know they're going to lose this, this weekend. If they, they win that Eagles weekend. game, mm-hmm. if they, if they win that Eagles game, they're, they're in, they're in. Yeah. Then, then I'll say like, after, you know, I, I don't know if we have a show or not, but I'll even to you be like, yeah, Seahawks are in. They beat the Eagles on Monday night uh, next week. I'm going to say they're in. Because they're going to win their last three. They're going to beat the Titans. They're going to beat you guys in, in Seattle. And they'll beat the Cardinals. Wow, man. This is a tough one because we still have to account for a few other teams, which we're going to get to next. But I'm going to – right now they're the ninth seed. But but it's only because it's a three-way tie. This the Vikings. Right, the exactly. Packers. So they may no, need help. That's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, yeah. they, let's just say for the sake of argument, worst-case scenario, they, they, they lose the next two games and they win – they went out and they win three, right? Right. Yeah. They're probably going to need help. I, I'm, I say they make it. I, I think they're going to. I think they're going to surprise the Eagles. I think. I think they win. I think they're going to. So right now they're six and six. I think they they're going to. They're going to lose to San Francisco. I put them at six and seven. They'll beat the Titans. They'll beat the Steelers. They'll beat the Cardinals. They'll be wow. So they could end the season on a four game winning streak. Which would put them at ten and seven. I ten and seven. If, no, they, I just told you if they beat the yeah. Eagles, they're in. I'm not giving a question. I'm gonna tell you on after that Monday night game, they beat the Eagles. I'm gonna, I'm gonna text you a call. You'll be like, Quab, the Seahawks are making the playoffs. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty confident. All right, let's go to the Broncos. You know, they they just came off. They just um, the Texans just snapped their five game losing a uh, winning streak. So they've. You know, props to Sean Payton for keeping that together because that could have turned into an absolute disaster. I mean, the first half of the season, they look like one of the worst teams in football. So um, what about the Broncos, man? Do, will they make the playoffs? I'm going to say yes. I, I'm looking Ooh. at the schedule. The only, the only tough game I really see is the Lions because um, that's in Detroit. That could be a tricky one. Um, but I, I think they're capable of beating the Chargers twice. I think – they're capable of being the Raiders in, in, in Vegas. They're absolutely going to destroy the, the Patriots at home. 
Um, yeah, that Lions game is the only game I can kind of say, uh, I don't know. I think they I, split with the Chargers. Because, because one thing we can say about the Chargers, they're not very good, but they're still competitive. They're a competitive squad. The well, we can they definitely scored six that. points against the Patriots. No, I understand five. that. But, but you, you can't tell me you look at the Chargers on the schedule and – Especially if you're, I mean, they don't really have home field, but I don't think that's always an automatic W. Like, they're a competitive team. I don't think they're very good. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so would you say this? It's not like the Broncos are world beaters either, bro. No, I know, no. (laughs) If the Broncos win this week, I think to me, and then obviously you can speak for yourself, if they beat them in L.A. this week, I I don't see L.A. going to Denver and beating them. I just don't see it. Mm -hmm. So I think this this game this week is is big for the Broncos because – if they beat the Chargers in L.A., then I'm going to be like, yeah, they, they'll probably beat them in Denver. Like I said, the only game I'm really worried about is this Lions game. That's the only game I don't think they will win because, yeah, that's just tough for them to go into Detroit. And, you know, yeah. we still consider Detroit a, a, a good team. Even Detroit's though, playing for oh, – Detroit's still playing for a one seed. I mean, they, exactly. They, you know, they, so they that's still the only game I'm like, yeah, probably not. But New England, hell yes, they're going to win. The char- if, they, if they beat the Chargers in L.A., they're going to sweep the Chargers. Okay. And the Raiders are the Raiders. Like they should, they should be. If they're if they've go, if they're on a if they won the last going into the Raiders game, if they won three out of four. I, I think they I think they go ten and seven and make it. But I think we can both agree that's not going to give me a gimme Raider game, especially if the Raiders have a chance of knocking them out of the playoffs. I think the Raiders at home. It's a, we know how divisional games go, and it's, like I said, right. it's not like the Broncos are world beaters either. So yeah, you're I right. Think that you're Raider right. game is going to be very difficult to win. Um, they should win it, like you said, but I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no with them. I just feel like uh, I still don't love their offense. Their running game is way inconsistent. Their defense has played a lot better. But if looking, just going based off of their last few games, I think they split with the Chargers. I think they'll lose to the Lions. And I don't know. I could see upset alert at the Raiders. So I think they miss it. I think they go 8-9-ish or so and, and, and barely skip out. So, But it's going to be really fascinating to see. Either way, it's been a great turnaround for them. Um, yeah. What about the Packers, man? What, a, what an interesting inter- – Jordan Love has looked pretty good. He has, yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm going to say yes, man, because I'm looking at yeah. the schedule. The seventh they, seed right now. Yeah, they should beat the Giants this Monday. Um they're at home in the buck the Bucks. The Bucks are I don't I can't figure them out, but they the Packers are at home. So I'm gonna yeah. take the, I'm gonna take the Packers. We are know the Panthers are awful. Um no, the only true. game the only game that concerns me is that Vikings game. Uh that's gonna be a big game. Big. Yeah, Sunday night. Yeah. That game is gonna be huge. I think they, they end up beating the Bears the last game of the season in in Green Bay. They beat the Bears in Chicago. The Bears are awful. So um yeah. So it right now, what what are they, six and six? They are six and six right now. They're the seven. I can see them at ten and seven. Yeah, sure, ten and seven. Yeah, that Chiefs win, man. Do they hear the? Do they beat the Lions and the Chiefs back to back games? Yeah, exactly, bro. That's impressive. Here's the thing: they could win out. They could win out. Oh, they went well. Yeah, then they're then they're, de- they're definitely in. I yeah, don't even think I'm, it's I'm just saying. I, I remember I like them to make the playoffs this year at the beginning of the year. I, right. I think they make the playoffs. That would, that would put them at eleven and six. Yeah, they would definitely. Make. What is what a turnaround that would be? Now, just because of some inconsistencies, Jordan Love's still young. I think they'll they'll slip in some spot. Maybe it's versus the Bucks. Well, like I said, the Vikings game is Vikings. the only game that concerns me. If I'm them, if I'm a Packers fan, it's just the Viking game because that's that's going to be huge because the Vikings will also still make the playoffs. So mm-hmm. you know, Justin Jefferson's mm-hmm. back. So yeah. I mean, that's going to be the biggest game because, dude, they're gonna, they, they, they're gonna beat the Giants. They, they're gonna beat the Giants. The, the, the Bucks game will be competitive, but they should win it. They're gonna destroy the Panthers. 
then you get to the Vikings where the Vikings that that can be the game they lose. And then, then they're probably gonna destroy the Bears at the end of the season. So no, no, I will say this. They they will beat the Giants. They will. I don't think that's gonna be an easy game though. I, I kind of this this Tommy DeVito dude kind of fascinates me a little bit. <laughs> oh god. So I saw on Instagram they were comparing his his stats to Mahomes. I was like, come on now. Come no, on. Let's no, let's he's relax. Not, he's, he's not he's not that bad. He's not that bad, but they'll win. But I don't think it's going to be an easy one for the one. But yeah, I agree with you. I think the Packers finished ten and seven. Uh, I think they make the playoffs. Let's look at one more team. We kind of touched on them a little bit already. But what about the Colts? So the Colts to me are kind of like the Seahawks. They're like borderline mm. for me. Mm. Like they can they can make it, but then they can't make it. So let's just go to let's just, let's break it down from game. Like like I said, I broke it down by schedule. So they're at the Bengals. I, you know, obviously the Bengals are coming off that big win in Jacksonville. The Colts are an interesting team because they beat teams that they shouldn't beat, but then sometimes they lose to teams. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're tough, but they have, they have some quality wins this year. They do, but that's what I'm saying. They, they beat yeah. teams. You're like, oh, I, I, you know, you would think they would lose that game, but yeah. So like, the, the game this week can go either way. They can lose to the Bengals or they can win. I wouldn't be shocked either way. I think they beat y'all. You know, next week, that Falcons game is not going to be easy either because the Falcons are weird too. They been winning lately too. I mean the Falcons may make the playoffs. Exactly. The oh, yeah. Well they may win the division. So yeah. yeah. Um so that can be a tough game. They should beat the Raiders at home. Like yeah, if it was in Vegas, I may be like, uh but it's they should beat the and the Texans game is going to be tough. Oh that's a good game. That's very yeah. even. Very even. Exactly. So like I said I'm I'm leaning towards no way. Um but Okay, I'm gonna say realistically. What, so I think realistically, they'll probably win their next. Oh, is their record six and six too? They are seven and five. Seven and oh, five, shit. man. Well, yeah, dude. Seven and five, same as the Steelers. So realistically, when I'm looking at their schedule right now, I'm gonna say they they they're guaranteed at least two wins. So the, the worst they may finish is nine and eight. The best case scenario is they finish maybe ten and seven because. That Texans game and that ben- this Bengals game and this week, even the Falcons game is going to be tough. But I think the do you do you not think the Steelers game will be a, a challenging one? No, they'll they'll beat you guys. They'll beat you. They'll beat the Raiders. I think those are two guaranteed wins. Damn, Bengals, that's, sad. that's sad that the Steelers have gotten to the point where teams yeah, have a W. <laughs> yeah, the game with the Bengals this this weekend, like I said, that game could go either way. Because that I think that's a bigger game for the for the Colts. Because if the Colts can beat the Bengals and Cincy. Then I think they're in because they're going to be ten and seven. That Falcons and that Texans game is going to be tight. Now the Texans game is at home, so the first time I think they played the Texans, did they? Did they? They did they? Uh, they lost to the Texans, right? Um, they lost. They beat the Texans in week two. Oh, yeah, they beat them okay. in, in Houston. Yep. You know what, man? I'm even going to let they may they can they may be able to finish eleven and six, bro. Wow. <laughs> because here's the thing. The, the This Bengal game is huge. The, now, the game I will say I'm worried about, I don't know if they're going to beat, is the Falcons game. I can't believe I'm saying about the Falcons. But, yeah, for some reason, I have a funny feeling they're going to lose to the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, if the Falcons they can win this week, they're going to beat the Steelers next week. The Falcons game, I think they'll lose. They'll beat the Raiders. And I'm going to lean them more beating the Texans. They can finish 11. Yeah, they can finish 11-6, and six, bro. That's the best case scenario. Worst case is 9-8. and eight. Dude, if they finish eleven and six, first of all, I don't, I, I don't think Shane Steichen's getting enough 
talk for coach of the year. I, I, like, well, I between him and D'Amico Ryans. Oh, dude, they've both done amazing job. I feel here's the thing. I think you give coach of the year to whichever of those teams makes the playoffs. Because I don't think I both agree. of them make it. I think one of them makes it. I agree. I agree. And, you know, th- this we could have went on with so many other teams, man. There's Houston. There's Cleveland. There's so many other teams. Like, like do you think, you know, I, like, we'll do one more. What about Cleveland? Hold on. I can pull up their schedule for you. I got it right here. Okay. Yeah, I, um, I, just, I got it, too. I just pulled it up. Okay, so they're seven and five. What about Cleveland? Man. So, the, the, the so, so this week the it's both backups because, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is out. Deshaun's out for the year. Well, he's not, he's they, not officially ruled out yet, though. Oh, he hasn't? No, because he was actually practicing today. Yeah, Who, Deshaun Trevor or Trevor? Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence? Oh, okay. Well, if Trevor Lawrence plays, then I like the Jags. Um, Although he may not be that healthy, but... Yeah. Exactly. They should beat the Bears. The Bears are awful. Ooh, that's a tough game in, in, in Houston. That's going to be tough. They're yeah. going to beat the Jets. Um the Bengals, yeah, that could be. The tough Bengals too. are such a mystery because we exactly. know they're going to be competitive. Like they can still beat you, you know. So what is their record? What's the Cleveland's record? They're also, dude. A lot of teams are seven and five. Steelers, Steelers, Colts, Browns. They're all seven and five. All of them. Okay, so they have two guaranteed wins on here: the Bears and the Jets. So they can, if they can win between the Jags, the Texans, and the Bengals, if they can win one of those, they got a shot. But I would say worst case, worst case they're nine, they're nine and eight. Uh, best case, I think it's the same as the um, the same as the uh, Tex- the Texans, the Colts, eleven and six. I can see that because they guarantee two wins. The the, the, the Bears and the Jets are going to win. That uh, now this game this week with the Jags, the one at at Houston at Bengals, those are going to be tough. So. Yeah, I, I I don't think they win eleven games though. I, I think they okay. So right now seven and five. I think one, two, three. I think best case. I think they go like nine and eight because th- there's just too much uncertainty at quarterback for them right now. Right, right. I don't think they're. I don't think they're that much different than the Steelers. Good defense, questionable quarterback play, mm, questionable okay. offense. So I think they both finish nine and eight, and I think they both miss it. But man, it's gonna be an awesome, awesome. Uh, Awesome down the stretch seeing what these teams can do for sure. So yeah, for real. Me too, man. We'll talk about it in our next podcast. But before we wrap things up, man, it's it's around that time, holiday time. We've all been watching Christmas movies, and uh, you know, every year I got to watch Home Alone. By the way, I have a shocking confession to make. Okay, because um, mm-hmm. we're gonna get into our favorite Christmas movies in a second. But I <laughs> I watched Home Alone three last night, and it actually was I. <laughs> It wasn't bad at all. I, I think like, it's awful. I've seen bad. it before. I think it's bad. It's, I think it's awful. I actually, I actually kind of enjoyed it. I think it's actually dramatic. I think, I think it's easier for people to say it's awful because it's not Macaulay Culkin. Like, but I enjoyed it. I thought the premise was kind of cool. I thought the kid, the kid worked for me. Home Alone three, not bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm good on some Home Alone three. Okay, first of all, I'm about to get on you in a little bit based off of the movies you be watching before we started this process that you admitted to me. <laughs> you cannot get on me about anything right now. But we're going to get to that in a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, man, with that said, man, give me give me some of your favorite Christmas movies. Obviously, if I've seen them, I'll comment. If not, Yeah, I'll I think you've seen all of these. Um, So number one for me is Training Places, Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd. Okay, so that's a, that's a Christmas movie, huh? Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, okay. Christmas time, I, yeah. I guess I didn't really. I know. Okay, is it a Christmas movie if it takes place during? So, it, like, are you one of those like Die Hard as a Christmas movie people? Yeah, because I have Die Hard on the list. 
a struggle with that. Because here's my thing. I think the premise has to be surrounded, like the premise has to do with Christmas to me. It can't just be like... But they, they, they do. They, it's Christmas time. Like, what more do you want? <laughs> Would yeah, you, but want, the, you want Santa, Hard, you want Santa Hard, and, the, and the reindeer to come out? You want, the, you want pre- to see the premise of Die Hard has nothing to do with Christmas, though. It's just yes, around, it Christmas around Christmas time. time. He's just he's just action and, and killing people around <laughs> Christmas time. Like, <laughs> so what you want? Okay, I see what it is. You want to see like Santa with this with the sled? Yeah, like it has to be. Reindeer. It has to be the the movie has to the premise has to be something that has to do with Christmas. It can't just be like. Like, oh, it was it was Christmas time, so it's a Christmas movie. Like, dude, it's a Christmas movie, bro. If it's if they're talking about Christmas in the movie, just because they're not like you don't see the elves and the Santa <laughs> and you see reindeer or Miss Claus, doesn't make it not it doesn't matter, does not make it a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. If it's happening around Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. But like the story has nothing to do with Christmas. It doesn't I... matter, bro. Like, yes, I understand he's killing <laughs> okay. So I'll give you an example. Remember the First movie you can't get on me. Last, you can't get last... on me for this because this is a debate people have about Die Hard. Yeah, like, so I'm getting on you. So remember the movie last last year called Silent Night, um, yeah. and yeah. Santa was like the, the like this badass. He was like in there saving a family, killing people, you know, doing all this action stuff. Yes, he was. The premise is not really. He's not. He's supposed to be Santa Claus, but he's not really doing anything that has to do with Christmas. He's killing people. So do you, do you not consider that a Christmas movie? Wait, it's called Silent Night, bro. What, bro are you ta- what are we talking about here? But he's killing people in it. It's no, no, he's no, not it like doesn't, it doesn't matter. But like, okay, so movie... then, that, then that goes back to my point. Then, so Die Hard happens in around Christmas time. It's snowing. It is Christmas. They talk about Christmas in the movie. He just kills people. So how's that? How's that not different? But it has nothing to do with like the central plot of the movie, though. Like, it's not like oh, you know, like nor like, does Silent Night. Bro, the movie, the movie is ba- the movie is called. Listen, the movie is oh the name. Oh my god! So wait, wait, wait. Okay, so now it has to be called a. It has to have Christmas in the title. Or it has to have a. Christmas no, it doesn't title. have to. But like, you, so wait. I'm sorry. You're talking about the one because there's two movies called Silent Night. Are you talking about the one that just dropped like this year? Yeah, like last year with Dave uh, David okay, Arbor. There's, there's one that just came out this year too. You're talking about the one that came out last year. Oh, you Correct. know, I, did I did I watch that at your crib? Yeah, I think you did. Bro, wasn't that like based off of like a Christmas party and everything? Like, weren't they at a no? So the premise was this family, right? I mean, it, it's Christmas time. This family comes together. That one of the you know the family's like rich, and why they the, get. Why did the family come together? Because of Christmas. Yeah, it's a Christmas. Yeah, that's okay. A Christmas. Whoa, 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 okay. So in Die Hard, <laughs> his wife is meeting him to get together for Christmas. They were bringing like presents and everything. Like, so how is that any different? Dude, the, the movie is about Santa, though. Like, how is no, that not Christmas? <laughs> Dude, Santa is, like, killing people. What do you mean he's about no, 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 Santa? No, 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 no. Listen to what he's you said. He's not handing out cookies. Listen, listen to what you present. just said. The key word is Santa. So, Santa. Proving, listen, but you're proving my point, because I asked you in the beginning, I said, does it have to have Santa and elves and things? You well, said, that's no, it doesn't. doesn't. That's one of the things it should have if it's a Christmas movie, Sure. That, like, they, like you can't, like you can't. Then we're not. Then movie. we're not. Then we're gonna agree to disagree. I, I, I think the movie just has to be, a, around Christmas, a Christmas theme, and then they can just do whatever they want. That's what Die Hard is like. Die Hard one and two, it's Christmas time. They're having a first of all, in the first Die Hard, they're having a Christmas party, and they're giving gifts and everything. The guy just comes there and takes over the building. Yes, Bruce Willis saves everybody, but they're having a Christmas party. So you're telling me that's not a Christmas movie? 
Well, here's my thing. Oh, Silent my Night, God. Silent Night can't exist without Christmas. Like that that's the the vet the premise is Santa. It like Die Hard could have happened on Thanksgiving. Die Hard could have happened at any other time of the year. Like Die Hard didn't need Christmas. These yeah, but it didn't though. Because Christmas. especially okay, if you want to argue about the second Die Hard, maybe we can have a conversation about that. But you 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 you're not gonna win a conversation with me or anybody else that says Die Hard is a the first one was a Christmas movie. They were having a Christmas party, bro. Like it was Christmas. Like th- that's it. Like you can't you can't say, oh no, it's not about Christmas. Like what do you what do you mean? It's not a Christmas movie, bro. Dog. Okay, you're bugging. All right, we're just gonna have to disagree. <laughs> All right, so here, okay, so it's one of your favorite Christmas movies. Yes, Die, it is. Hard. Die Hard one and two. I didn't really like Die Hard two. I don't know if that's a hot take. I couldn't. Really yeah, that is a hot one. take. To me, it is, but you, you know, did they tell you the Die Hard two? I feel like Die Hard one is the more popular one. But anyway, all right, what else you got? Well, the best, the best Die Hard is three, really. But you know, that's an, another conversation for another day. But ooh, you think it's the best one? Yes, Die I Hard with Avengers. Three, either yeah. three or four is the best one. Those are the best. Like the third one or the fourth one. The fourth one's really good, by the way. Too. The fourth one is that with Justin Long. Yes, that's a good one. I, I like. I still like the first one the best, but those are also very. I enjoyed the fourth one and the third one. For sure. Exactly. Yeah, but I think yeah. So. For me, it's really between three and four, but I do like one and two because they're considered Christmas movies. But anyway, let's go on. Um, <laughs> obviously, I have Home Alone, Home Alone two. You know, Macaulay. You know, not much said. And I said, I, like I said, I, I'll repeat myself. I have my, my number one spot, Trading Places, because it happens around Christmas time. No, I didn't. Deba- I didn't debate that one. I was talking about. Dyer. So why you? Debate. Okay, all right, all right. So why are you not debating Trading Places when they, the movie's really not about Christmas? It's wrong because actually now that I think about it, is Trading Places a Christmas movie? See, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I don't you know that one is either. I don't so, know that one then, is either. And then my my last one is Elf, and now obviously that's a Christmas movie. We don't have to discuss that. I mean, yeah, because it has Elf in the title, like Silent Night, Elf. Yeah, Christmas movies. Like that's that's evident. Yeah, but okay, but Elf, he's doing all this Christmas stuff. Like, right? No, no, no we're not us. debating Elf because I'm saying that's evident. That's clear. Like Silent right. Night, clear. Christmas movie, but, oh, but yeah, but yeah, he was killing people and decapitating. Okay, whatever. But all right, dude. No, I understand know. that. That's that's the that's the direction they decided to take. But it was like a dude that had like a Santa hat on. Like, yeah. So Christmas that's what I'm saying. Your so your argument is really that you it has to have like Santa and and elves and 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 it's reindeer. The, the, the central theme of the movie should be based off of something related to Christmas. Okay, so if they're having a Christmas party and giving Christmas presents, like Die Hard is like a terrorist movie. Like that, the terrorist holds up a tower in L.A. and he's but trying he's, to like. But it's during a Christmas party, though. Like, what I more do you? I want? understand that, but it's not like there are parts of the movie where like Christmas, why he was doing certain things. Like, not really. Like that could have happened at any time. So you want to hear? You want to see like Christmas Carol? Like, you want to hear all that, right? I mean that would be that would make a Christmas movie. I'm not saying See, I need. Exactly. I'm not saying so I need to. You hear want that. certain things in a movie that to us doesn't clarify. Like okay, it was it was around Christmas time. They were celebrating Christmas. It just happened that these other events happened, just like in Silent Night. Well, I'm not gonna talk. We're not talk, debating Silent Night. That's a Christmas movie. There's no debate on that. None. I think there's true debate with Die Hard. So I you're hear? so you're saying that because he was wearing a Santa outfit. Yeah, he was killing people just like Bruce Willis was. That's the only difference. And they were there, like, just like uh, Bruce Willis was there for a Christmas party. The family got together for Christmas. The Santa comes and kills everybody. So yet, because Die Hard, uh, Bruce Willis wasn't wearing a, a Santa outfit that <laughs> that that takes him out. Come on, bro. 
okay, you know, if you really want to get technical, in in the film, he's wearing like a Santa hat in Die Hard, the first one. If you remember some of the scenes, he's wearing a Santa hat when he kills some of those people. So, I, if that's what the criteria is, then I'm still right. I mean, I guess those are your thoughts, but I never considered <laughs> that a Christmas movie. Okay, dude. All right. That was a good point. That was a good point. But yeah, I, I actually, I'm believe, not I actually believe I actually believe that I'm I, I'll have to look this up to get confirmation on it. But I believe that they asked Bruce Willis and he said that it's not. That, that's okay, probably, that's, that's fine. I don't that's the star of the movie. <laughs> if, if the star of the movie is like, well, it's not a Christmas movie. Why it doesn't, I... No, no. I don't care. Yeah, that's fine, Bruce. That's your that's your thoughts. I mean, think it's a I Christmas think, I think, I think you know what? This is a great thing for our listeners to think. We're going to put up a, a debate, a poll tomorrow, uh, during the day, on the morning, whenever. I'm going to put up a poll and we're going to ask, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And we'll go off what our listeners think. I'll, I'll go off what the star of the movie said. He said, no, oh, my God. Oh, I don't know. That's how that's not valid. The, the star was like, it's not. So I'm like, all right, I'll just roll with what the star said. Because <laughs> you, you're in agreement with the star. That's why. If the star said it was a Christmas movie, you'd be like, eh, I don't know. That's like, 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 Barry, like, if you tell me something based off of, like, if if I'm trying to figure out a fact based off of you, and I ask you, and you tell me that, like, no, that's not true, I'm like, oh, well, the person, the source, the main person said it's not true. So So if David Arbor comes out and says, well, Silent Night really wasn't a Christmas movie, what do you say to that? Well, who said that? If David Arbor said, well, I don't think Silent Night was was a Christmas movie. Well, that, would be, that, that would be like Macaulay Culkin coming out and saying, oh, I don't think Home Alone's a Christmas movie. Like, that would just be, like, ridiculous. Like, well, that's not accurate. Like, the, the, the actual... The, no, Die- see, that's what I'm saying. You're saying that because that's of your belief. No, 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 but, but, Die Hard, that- but Die Hard is debated. Like, this is, not, this is not the first time people are having this debate that me and you are having. This is a very popular debate amongst people. I'm one of the people that does not think it's a Christmas movie, and I'm going to agree with the star of the movie who also said it's not a Christmas movie. Well, that's his. That's his opinion. It is a Christmas movie. <laughs> that's an All opinion. Right. Well, I'm well, gonna I'm gonna ask. We're gonna ask our our listeners. I think they'd be very fascinated by it. But with all that said, so Trading Places, Die Hard, uh, Die Hard Two, Home Alone, and Home Alone Two. Those are your top. And Elf, and Elf. Those and are my Elf favorites. as well. Yeah. Elf as well. Oh yeah, Elf, Elf, Elf is definitely one of my favorites. Um, both Home Alones. Although I, I will say this, I think growing up, I always liked the second Home Alone better than the first one. Well, that's as, a hot take to me. I think the first one's a the first one's. Is, yeah, yeah. And what I was just gonna say, I actually think I like the first one a little better. Yeah, no, I, I definitely like the first one better. Not even. I think it's the second one is just a lot of the same themes as the first. Exactly, and it, I like the second one, but it's not even close to the first one. But yeah, I but like I, the second one. Though. I wouldn't say it's not close, but I, I do like the first one better than the second one. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm will say say this, I will say this though. The second one as a kid definitely made me want to go to like New York City. I think that was like a lot of my friends who I grew up watching that movie with are like, wow. I can see that. City. I mean, I was living in New York City at the time, so it didn't really, you know, for me, it was like, oh, yeah, okay. it just seemed yeah. like so cool, you know? Right. I got you. I got you. So, all right. So, what about you? What are your favorites? Yeah. So, those are the, uh, I agree with Elf as well, uh, both Home Alones. Um, oh, man. What is another, another good Christmas movie? Um, I would put Home Alone three in there, but I don't want things to get. I, I don't. I, it hasn't made the list yet. For <laughs> now, have you seen Have you seen This Christmas or Almost Christmas? I always get those two confused. Have you the seen one with Chris Brown? Brown? The one with Chris Brown is called This Christmas. Oh, I thought that was Almost Christmas. Okay, here's the thing. So I like This Christmas. I just really like the music. I don't really like the movie like that. Like the movie is actually. I mean, the actor's really not that good, but um, 
I like I like more the soundtrack. I like the music because like okay. I like Chris Brown's um, this Christmas version. Um, obviously, I'm not gonna say it's better than the original, but I do like his version. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like more of the music when it comes to that uh, movie. Um, Almost Christmas. I've only seen that like once. Okay. Um, yeah, and I mean it wasn't like memorable to me. Like when I'm like, oh, it's one of my favorites. Um, yeah. So neither one of them like I would put them as like my favorite Christmas movies. Like I said, I, and I like this Christmas more for the music. You know. Got you, got you. Yeah. Another another one that I thought was um, was pretty good was the one with uh, with Queen Latifah called Last Holiday. I oh, that was good. Song. Yes, that's, that's yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed that one. That's that one, one was pretty like... good. Yeah, I would like it's not one of my favorites, um, but it's definitely it definitely was good because it it kind of gave you everything. It was like you know comedy. It was kind of emotional. Yeah, for sure. Um, it gave you a little bit of everything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't really no action or anything, but yeah, it gave you all that. So yeah, I mean, yeah. it was pretty much like a rom com. Right, right, right. But pretty I, much, I, right, right. I enjoyed that one. Um, now there's some, there's some, there's some that I enjoy as well. Like I well, wouldn't say that. Well, hold on, not to cut you off, but according to Peter, last holiday was not good. Well, Peter, who Peter Griffin? Yeah, remember <laughs> what did he say? Remember the episode <laughs> when he was we had a million jobs. He was flying a plane. And he was like, "Yeah, I put on last holiday for the passengers. I don't think they're liking it." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, I like that movie. I don't. And I, like he, I think he, said, he made the comment. He said, "Yeah, I don't think giving giving the passages a B rated movie is good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And then there's some. There's also some like bad ones. Like, all right, first of all, I watched. I, I've seen this movie before, but I, I decided to watch it again like a week ago. Um, Jingle all the way. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. Is that the one with with Sinbad and, and Arnold? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, it's uh, it's not very good, man. First of all, the dialogue is like awful. It's like it's like he's trying to because I give I give Arnold props like because he was like one of the biggest action stars when we were growing up, like eighties and nineties. Right. He tried to like switch it up, like he wanted to do something like a kid. I, yeah, yeah. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. That might have been like his first. Oh no, that's not his first kids movie. Well, no way, because Crank and Cop's not really a kid movie though. It is, I, and I would say Last Action Hero, Hero too. Oh, well, that's fair. Cause I, I, okay, that's fair. That's fair. So you consider Kindergarten Cop a kids movie? Cause was it? I do, and I and I consider Last Last Action Hero. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Was, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was a kid this movie. was his first crack at like the holiday theme. Right, 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 right. I give him props. I give him props for giving it a shot, but the dialogue is terrible. It's I actually good. watched a, a bad one today, and I already know you're gonna get on me because you're gonna be like. It would, when I say the actor or the person, you're gonna be like, "Dude, anything you watch, why are you watching it?" But I watched, um, God, what was it? What, what was the name of the movie it's called today? Uh, Who's in it? Uh, Ludacris and Little. Oh, Little I saw Rachel. that. I dashing through the snow. Yeah, there you go. I, I, I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. I didn't mind that. Yeah, it wasn't good to me. I, was I thought like, it was yeah. all right. I didn't. I didn't mind it. I thought it had some heart. Um... Yeah, I, I I was okay with that. I like. I didn't. Cast. I didn't believe. I didn't believe Ludacris is a social worker. <laughs> I don't believe in him as a rapper, but that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Well, he was wow. talking. He was talking about more in this movie than he's talked about any of his raps. That's for sure. Wow. You know, we're gonna have a conversation about that on one, one pod. Well, that's not gonna be. This is gonna be like he doesn't talk about nothing. End of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I can also say it about Eminem. I've, I've been, well, I've been well, why saying. do you always bring up M though? Like, let's talk, let's talk about just because you know why? Because Eminem is considered like a great. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> if you guys consider him this great rapper, he doesn't talk about anything. But he has better. He has a better discography than Ludacris. 
to well to you. I, I'm not a big Eminem guy. Like well, I, I always thought Eminem I, was overrated. I understand. He that. has talent. He's a good rapper. But I think Ludacris is the, both of their flows is, is just as good. Uh, I don't know. I would give Eminem the edge flow wise. I understand Ludacris can definitely rap. But remember, that's one thing I have never denied. D. Never denied that. And just like you've never denied M can rap. We've always right. Been... I, I think he can rap. I I do. Do I think he's overrated? Yes, I think he's overrated. But I mean, like I've always said, Eminem can rap. But when you compare him to like a lot, I just think he's there's a lot of rappers that can rap just as good as Eminem. You know what I mean? That's just me. But... A lot? A, a lot, lot of rappers? I don't know about a lot. I think there's a, a, a solid... I mean, because because if you... If somebody were to say, yo, I think Eminem is a top 10 all-time MC, I don't think you're going to be like, you're crazy. I think you'd be like, okay, that's your opinion. I disagree, but you're not going to call them crazy. Yeah, you're right. I you're not... Nobody is but convincing I... you Ludacris is top 10, bro. Nobody. You're not going to... No, Darian. I don't care. You can... You can front all you want. If if somebody like, yeah, I think Ludacris top 10, you're not going to agree with that, dog. <laughs> no, I'd be like, well, I'd be like, well, I would say like, see, here's the thing, with rappers, it's it's tough, because I guess it's what your what your criteria is. I don't know what your criteria is. So I may not say that's ridiculous. I'd be like, I think he can rap. I think he got flow. Uh, he definitely got bars. Like, you know, it's like, I, I it's like Jada. Like, what I would love you say, Jada. Who would you say has more of a case between them two as far as being a top 10 MC? I would say neither, but um Oh, you I don't mean, think Eminem has a case at all? No, I don't dude, I've told you for this for years. I'm not I don't I just really don't understand the Eminem thing because I just think it's a lot of rappers that can rap just as good or even better. Like he's you know, I'm not gonna bring up his his race or whatever, but it's like I just I don't I don't see it and I don't hear it. I'm just like, oh yeah, he's cool, we can rap. He's dope, but he ain't nothing like I mean this 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 ridiculousness we're putting up there with Pac and Big and Jay and Nas. Like, come on, let's let's stop that, please. Like he's not better than Kendrick Cole or Drake to me, and I like they're like probably like the bottom half of the top ten. So he's not better than them. Like I would never put him ahead of them. Mm, I mean, I don't think that would be outrageous. I, it's not like every no, single not, album. No, no, it's, it's not, not like every single album. A lot, people, a lot of people think Eminem is top five all time. Yeah, it's not like and, and, and that's fine. Like it, like like teach his own. I think that's ridiculous because I don't put him ahead. Of all those rappers I just named, it's other rappers I wouldn't put them ahead either. You know, that I personally like. I'm like, nah, he's not better than him. He's not better than Jada than me. He's not better than Common. He's not but better than Talib. I mean, here's something about Jada. Like, the Jada probably has one, maybe classic. What, what most people consider a classic, maybe one. No, no, so I'll give you that. As far as album, Jada. Yeah, has like under- he doesn't really have a great discography to me. Yes, I agree with that. But I'm talking about just as far as a rapper, like flow. Yeah, I think Jada's better than Eminem. Like, yeah. You're right. As far as album, look. As far as albums, I guess Eminem's gonna beat a lot of people because people, a lot of people like his. I'm like, to me, his best albums are his first one and the Marshall Mathers LP. Those are his two best. To me, I did like Recovery. Yeah, Recovery's um, a very was, good album for sure. Yeah, the other albums I think are trash. I don't like them. I don't like a lot of his albums. A lot of them, I'm just like, okay, I don't know what's so special about it. I don't, I don't really don't get the whole like what people are like. Oh man, this dude is sick. Like I'm like, yeah, he's good. Like he's a good rapper. Like. There's a lot of good rappers. I just, I just, I just put them in that category. I don't, so you, I don't see it. I don't. So you it. think flow wise, you you don't get it. I don't because I think it's a mm. lot of guys who are like, ooh, ah, like so, like, like so, you know. So if you listen to tracks that he's even been on with, you know, with with, I, I'll just use like Renegade for example, which I know is a popular track with Jay. Yeah. So he 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 bodied that. I'll give I'll give him that one. He he he, yeah, he like, on with that one, one of the with one of the greatest ever. Like he's it's not like he hasn't held his own when he's on tracks with other great rappers. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, but you could say you. So you think Ludacris has gotten body? Like I, I brought up the one, the made you look remix, and you were like, "Yo, he brought." Oh, it. No, like, like I said, I've never denied Ludacris as a uh, this is his ability, this is flowing ability. I just don't think he has a great discography. Like you know, how many times did I make fun of of albums like uh, a Battle of the Sexes and. You know, Chick- Chicken and Beer has 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 Chicken and Beer actually has a lot of good tracks. Remember, I, I actually like that album. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, but like Red Light District and uh, I I liked it. Ludiversal I... is that good? Ludiversal, <laughs> he has like his yeah, he has a couple tracks on it. Like that, that's not his best. Um, you know what I mean? Like that's not his. But his his to me his albums the albums where he had he had a good run where it was from like Chicken and Beer, Red Light District. He had um. What is that? Release therapy. Release therapy is really underrated. That, that, might, be his one, one, that might be his one album where he's actually has like, like right, talking about actually, something. You always say that. That's the one he's actually talking about. But something. like one out of like eight albums, that's it. Yeah, but so what is so to me, Eminem maybe has two that he's talking about something. The uh, Marshall Mathers LP and Recovery. That's it. See, but what? here's the thing. I don't. I don't. Now I'm I'm a little guilty of this too because I haven't listened to every ludicrous album from top to bottom like i haven't listened to i mean my bad i haven't listened to battle of the sexes all the way through because i hated that <laughs> <laughs> you know that song i hated um how low like or but i, I don't oh, I, that song sucks yeah but he has other he has other tracks on there that are better <laughs> way better no nah, but here's the thing about eminem like people be like oh he's not talking about nothing i mean well i think a lot of his albums he's talking about stuff he's been through like that's talking about something it may not be something you can relate to but it doesn't mean he's not talking about something yeah but that's the thing it, it, like when people listen to music co-op it's on their perspective like no it's they, not no what do you mean no, no, no it's not. I, I, listen, it I listen i listen to gangster rap i have never held a gun i've never been in the hood no no, no 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 okay right yes you've never been a gangster but you nah. you're black though right you're african-american so yeah for sure you relate to for that sure. as an african-american being african that's African-American the only thing we have in common is we're both black though like i i have i i can't i haven't been through things pac's been through but i love pac's music I haven't been through what Big's been through. I haven't been through what, you know, Cube and what I grew up on. No, I understand like, that, but it's still, yeah. like, inspirational, though. Like, all right, first of all, for you to be as big as a Pac fan as you are, like, that's kind of, come on. Like, yeah, you haven't been with a Pac school, but there's no way you're going to come up here and tell me, well, that Pac's music is not, like, revolutionary or even, like, no, no, inspirational. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that, but you were saying earlier that, like, it's something you can relate to. I Like, I haven't really been, like, I haven't been in that. Okay, lifestyle. I'm not saying you personally went through that. Right. Okay, okay, let's. All right, I'm sorry. Maybe I have to be more technical. Because maybe you're, not you're personally, saying, but you know people that have been through it. But you're, you're black, saying so you Eminem, know people that have been through that. Right, but you're saying Eminem's not talking about nothing. Well, he's talking about things he's been through. So what? Right, what, what which I can't relate. So I'm not gonna like. I'm. I'm. I'm probably not gonna like it. It's just like okay, it's like rock music. I first of all, half the time I don't know what the hell they're saying, but um, whatever they're talking about, I can't relate. That's probably why I don't like the genre because I'm like, well. Yeah, I can't relate to that. So I don't like the so music. you personally same thing with country. I don't we don't listen to country. They talk about breaking hearts and all that. I, I, I mean, I guess I can relate to being my heart broken, but I can't relate to that other stuff. So hey, country, not, country music like probably it. relates to us a lot more than we think as far as our personal lives go. <laughs> what, what, what's that? What's up? What 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 genre is that? No, no, I was saying country music probably relates to our personal lives a lot more than we think. We just don't listen oh, to yeah, it. Oh, like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. But yeah, I don't I'm not big like I'm you know. It's certain genres I'm just not big on. Like, I mean, I know what I like, and I know, but I'm like relatable. What I, not to say I have to be personally, I have to. Darren had to been through that, but you know people that have been through that. You know whether it's family members, friends. You know people that have been in certain situations. So you're like, yeah, I can relate because I know people like that. You yeah, don't have to I guess personally. for me too, I don't. 
I, I, that's not the type of music listener I am. Like, I don't need to be able to relate to you. Like for me, there's a couple of factors. Like, sure, there's, if, if I do relate to it, that's great. But also that there's a reason why people listen to music just for production. Like people listen to it just for flow. People listen to it for a lot of a multitude of reasons. Heck, pop music, you know, like right. exactly. dance music. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to be able to necessarily relate to it. Can I bop my head to it? Can I, does it make me feel good? Like it just depends on the type of music listener you are. So like, I don't feel like just because I can't relate to what they're talking about, it doesn't mean I can't enjoy their music. Like, like a lot of their music is storytelling. I enjoy storytelling. Like that's my thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's one of the reasons I like Eminem. And you know me, I've been one of the first people to admit he definitely has some albums that are bad, like very bad. <laughs> right. But, no, but Darian, I agree. you look at a lot of rappers that have a large discography, including my favorite rapper, including your favorite rapper. There's a couple bad albums in there. That's not uncommon. Anybody who's had a long enough career is going to have some duds. It's just like any actor or any singer. Like, they, they have some dud albums. You can't give me anybody that's been out for, you know what I mean? 15 plus years that doesn't have a Drake has duds. Oh, he of has course. Yeah. Major duds. So, but I'm saying, yeah. I think with Eminem for me, I don't like, like, I, I, how many albums does he have? Like eight or nine? I, out of that, I probably like maybe three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Out of his album. So, like, when I think about that, I'm like, okay, like the, the other artists that you know, like our favorite artists, I like way more. Like, what Comet has like 10 albums. So, mm-hmm. I probably like, like seven. You know what I mean? So, because like you just said, music is you listen. Everybody, everybody listens to it for different things, yeah. right? To make you feel good, flow, production. So those albums that I like and listen to, they make me feel good. I like the flow. I like the production. So, and on Eminem, it's like those three albums. Yeah, they make me feel that, but the rest of them don't. That's why I'm like, I for me, he's not a top ten rapper. Like he never will be. You know what I mean? Like he's a good rapper. I think he'll go down. He's a great rapper, and then that's and it's a lot of great rappers, but. He's not anything extra special that people make him out to be. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I, I would make the argument that he has a, a very strong case. I think he has he has the longevity, which I know longevity doesn't always tell the story. Because like you, okay, I'm, for instance, you don't you like you don't personally like Wayne, right? But people think I, Wayne but, but is I the greatest. But I know that for me, it's more his style of his 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 rapping style. I don't correct, think, right? So but you, I've never you're but not I've into never, that, right? But I don't, exactly. So you're not into his style. But here's my so, thing. Here's my thing. D. If somebody says he's top ten, I'm not gonna be like, no, he's not. I'm like, okay, well, that that's. I think he has an argument. Like people, he he has people what people consider uh, consider certified classic albums by the hip hop community. He has the longevity. He's clearly talented. Like, you're not going to like every, like, for example, you're not a LeBron fan. You're not going to deny that he's talented. Like, you can't deny his place in history. Like, there's certain people you can't deny that. Like, whether you're a fan of them or not, you know what I mean? And, and I think for me, that's what it is with Lil Wayne. I can't deny that. Like, he has, he has all the things. He has, he checks a lot of the boxes to be considered an all-time great. Just like, just like I think Eminem does. Now, it doesn't mean you have to agree with it, but I also don't think it's crazy to say that, like, oh, yeah, I think he's a top 10 dude. Like, you're not going to be like, get out of here if I'd be like, yeah, I think I have Eminem at like 10. You really going to be like, you're crazy. Oh, you would? I think I, I, I personally would, but that, again, that's okay. that person's opinion, and that's fine, yeah. but that's it. That's their opinion. You know what I mean? Dog, listen to me right now, man. I've known you for a long time. I know I, I, I me, me and you have a lot of, you know, a lot of things in common, especially when it comes to music. Like, me and you respect each other's like music opinion. You cannot sit here and tell me somebody can make a compelling case for Ludacris being a top 10 rapper. You can be like, yeah, no, dog, stop. If you're not going to put Eminem in there, don't put Ludacris in there. <laughs> I don't think, think, but here's the thing. You, like I said, you need to go back and actually listen to his music. Luda, Luda is dope, man. Luda's, I've been telling you this for years, though. Like, even when you, 
you and your brothers were clowning them and stuff. I was like, okay, y'all can keep clowning them. But well, we, we 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 met each other listening to a lot of his stuff. We were we were rolling the night to the club listening to chicken and beer. Like, yeah, of course. Like one thing, like I said, I've never denied his flow. But here's the thing: there's Eminem albums that I think are excellent that you didn't like. Like, I think Eminem shows an excellent album. You're like, yeah, I didn't really like that one. So like that that's no different. There are probably ludicrous albums that you think are good. I'm just like, I couldn't get into it. I don't love the content. I don't I, don't, I think it's a little too silly. Now, don't get me wrong, Eminem can be also very silly. That's why they get compared to each other a lot. But I just think Eminem has a stronger discography. I think there are more albums in his collection that you could say, like, yeah, I think that could is arguably a classic. Like, I don't think Ludacris has an album that's as good as Marshmallow's LP or even Slim Shady LP. I don't. I don't think he does. I uh, definitely don't think he has an album as good as Marshmallow's LP. No. He yeah, doesn't. probably not. Marshmallow's yeah, Marshmallow's LP was really good. That's a that's yeah. a dope. Album. That's considered an all-time great hip-hop album. For sure. Yeah, it is. It is because I know. Yeah, that is. Yeah, mm -hmm. so maybe not in on that level, but I like a lot of Ludacris's albums just overall better than I like Eminem's. Like, like yeah. you said, I don't know how many albums Eminem has, like nine or ten. Yeah, yes, I only like three of them. Whereas like Ludacris, I probably like like five or six of his albums. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. That are out of I don't know how many albums he had. I have to look, but yeah, I like you know. I like maybe majority of his albums, though. Listen, there, there there's certain things. Me and you have known each other for over twenty years. There are certain things. We're just never gonna agree on whether it's the Jordan. Well, the Jordan Lebron thing is a newer thing, but like Jordan Lebron, uh, uh, Eminem, Ludacris, <laughs> certain things. Are, yeah, certain things we're not gonna agree on. Yeah, Biggie being the goat. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because some like here's the thing. Like I'm I'm 40 now, and like my my I've since I've seen all these people and heard all these people or whatever. Like I I go off of that, so I'm like okay for what I've seen or heard. This is my opinion on it. So it's not going to really change. Like, it's not, I mean, obviously, with rap, rap is kind of subjective because, you know, people write. It depends on what you're into. But, you know, with sports, yeah, like, that's how I am. Like, that's how I'm going to be. And I've pretty much been like that most of, since so you know. You're, you're, you're saying that your opinions don't, can't change? What, what do you mean? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Cause what? What, why can't, I mean, name, why can't, name me a time where, like, the only time I think I think I changed an opinion with you, I can remember that I did say like I thought Nas is better than Jay. I did admit that. Yeah. Um. What other sports? Sports wise, I feel like I've been the same. I've never changed my opinion. Now you may not agree with it, but you know. But I mean, some of them I think we both like. We both say Brady's the goat. I don't think you know. Nobody's ever. You know, we never really argued about that. Yeah, but the LeBron Jordan that thing. That's going to be an ongoing debate forever. Like we can debate that. Until we die, you know what I mean. Um, uh, I mean, if LeBron's doing this for another four or five years, and he has fifteen thousand more points than MJ, it might be a little harder and harder to make your case. But hey, you have your opinion. So, but but what I don't like, here's the thing: that that I have my major issue with 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 MJ fans, in, in which you're one of the biggest I know, probably the biggest I know, is I don't I don't like the whole. I think it's crazy that you think LeBron. Like I think you're a basketball fan. You're one of the biggest basketball, especially when I first met you. Like, we were addicted to the NBA, bro. Like, we like the NBA better than the NFL. Is that, is that fair to say? At one point in time, yeah. we were mm -hmm. big NBA fans. So, like, you know the ins and outs of the game. You know how long LeBron's been doing it. Like, I think it's wild for people to say, like, it's crazy if you to say LeBron's the greatest. Like, why would people think that? That's because they problem. do think that. Because they just look at what Jordan did and his and what he still has, you know, his stats and everything and what he – did the whole body of work, and people can say that. I mean, I don't think that's ridiculous when people say that. Like, I, I get it. You're, 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 
looking at what he's doing now and well, you're saying Jeopardy, I get all that. That's oh. fine. That's your opinion. But people say, look what Jordan did. They just don't think it's better. It, like it's not touching LeBron's. What LeBron's done is not touching what Jordan's done. Like well, they just, the, that's what they believe. Both, there's cases both ways. LeBron has been greater way longer than MJ was. Like and Jordan was greater in a shorter time. Then. Well, but but here's the thing. And he's, and he's, he's accomplished more. He's also accomplished more. Well, well, how are you looking at it? Because I'm looking at overall stats. He has not. And LeBron has big, like more points, more assists, more rebounds. I can look at it that way too. How do you want to look at it? Yeah, it but he's also played longer it. though. That's he's going to no, have that advantage. He's, play, he's played longer, but you, don't give him like the Vince Carter treatment where he's played for 20 years and he's averaging six points a game in his last season. That's to me is what a lot of people do with LeBron. LeBron right, but is here's still the thing, Okay, so if you want to use that argument, Jordan's still averaging more than LeBron, and he's played 20 years. So that, well, is that not, not so I actually think I actually think I actually don't think that's a bad thing though because wouldn't you say typically the longer you do something more than likely the lower your average will be no because like, if he's that great the longer that LeBron's played you would think okay at some point he's going to average more than Jordan right you wait you wait, wait you that? expect you expect LeBron to average thirty points a game over a twenty year stretch yeah he he's played he twenty something years like you would think he okay. But he averages as good as he's play, is he playing now. He can he can do that. He can and you would think eventually, okay, he's going to average more than Jordan, but he hasn't. So do I think, think that's LeBron. More do you think Jordan LeBron's, LeBron's, LeBron's side? But, but here's the thing: one thing you cannot deny. There's no. I don't care how big of a Jordan stand you are. LeBron's a, a greater passer than MJ. That's just the skill set he's better at. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I'll give you that. Okay, sure. So even assist wise, statistically, he's always averaged more assists than Jordan per year. Like yeah, that's no, I give you that. I, I'm not. I can't so, deny so that. Do Do you not think if LeBron said, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna I'm gonna not pass the ball as much and just keep the ball in my own hand? Do you not think that LeBron's Jordan uh, num- could average more points per game if he wanted to? Yeah, but that's hypothetical. We could do the same thing with Jordan, though. We could we could do the hypotheticals all we want. We were looking at what they've done, right? What they what, what okay, I'm, I'm looking at one guy that has the most points ever. That's what he's done. Right, and I have one guy that's averaged more points than the other guy for their whole career, and the guy played seven more seasons than him, and he's still averaging more. I, but I, I don't think that makes sense. I think my argument's stronger. If you, if How you is your play, argument stronger? No, listen, the guy, all right, let me let me, let me average 30 let me points, and the guy that's played 21 years, I think, caught up to him. How is your argument harder? But, but, you're but you're is, arguing that you it's harder say, to, wouldn't you as say, they play longer, to average more? Come on, man. No, but wouldn't you say... And let's, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. But let me, let me explain. Let me explain. If you've been... LeBron has been doing this... How many years did MJ play? 13. 13 and a half, I 13. LeBron is in his 21st year. He averages 27 points per game his career. All right, MJ averaged 30 in a shorter period. And of he time. has the highest NBA highest point average of Correct. Yes, he does. But wouldn't okay. you say that it's wouldn't you say that it's easier? Wouldn't you say typically people have higher averages in a shorter period of time because the sample size is smaller? That that's just that's just math. Like the smaller the sample size, the higher the average is more likely to be. LeBron has a 27 point per game average over a way longer stretch of time, which I think is more impressive. I do not, because here's the thing: you want you want to play hypothetical, right? So imagine if Jordan. No, but retired, what, what hold on, hypothetical? Hold on. That, imagine that Jordan retired those two years, right? He was already on track. He was already averaging 30 or more, so he would have still averaged 30. Let's say he would have no. played 15 years. Well, well, I, well, the Wizards, Jordan was not going to be anywhere near averaging that many points, bro. There's no shot. He did. Yeah, he no, he would. He wouldn't have. No. Yeah, no, I agree. The Wizards. How old was how old was MJ? How old was MJ on the Wizards? 30, 38? Four, was he 40? 30? He was 40, 39 and 40. Okay, so LeBron's 30. LeBron is 39 now. 
there's there is no planet where you're taking Wizards LeBron, uh, Wizards Jordan over LeBron, Le- LeBron right now. There's no way on the planet you're doing that. You're insane. You're not doing that. No, I agree with. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. But that's not. So, that's so not LeBron. Making, so LeBron is greater. Making, if that's the base of your argument, you're saying, well, oh, well, LeBron at 39 is better, than, and that makes him the greatest. Then that's. No, no, I just think LeBron's been doing. Well, here's one thing you can't deny, and then maybe you will. Nobody has been greater at basketball longer. Is that true or false in your opinion? Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. That's my basis. Nobody has been greater at basketball longer than that man. And nobody's had as much pressure coming to the league than LeBron. MJ wasn't the dude. MJ was LeBron was called the chosen one in high school and lived up to all the hype. And it's still, dude, when's he going to start looking done? He's still, he's still giving you 27, 28 a game. Still like, dude, we're going to, so like three years from now, he's, I don't know if he'll be playing three years from now, but he still could be averaging. Would you be shocked if he was averaging over 20 points per game three years from now in his 40s? No, because what, what Jordan averaged 20 or 21, right? So that's not, that's not that's not really like ridiculous. You know what I mean? Um, so, 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 so to you, so to you, his longevity and how he's like, you're, you're not amazed that he's still playing at this no, level. I'm not. I don't. I mean, that that's fine. If you guys want to. That's the. Oh, the no, that is. Oh, that's LeBron not, that's like, yo, he's doing that's this. He's still 40. That's not impressive to you. What LeBron's doing right now, as, as, as well as you know basketball, as, as long as you followed Melo's career, you followed all these guys' careers who have came and went since LeBron has been playing, and nothing impresses you about what LeBron's doing right now in his 21st season. Are you talking about individually or just as, as overall? What do you mean? Uh, yeah, I'm just talking about LeBron. Yeah, individually, yes. Probably you're right. Yeah. Individually, yeah. He, yeah, what he's doing right now individually, yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. I mean, playing 21 years and averaging 27, that's, yeah, that's good. That's, I mean, it's, no, no, that's that's insane. That's not just good. That's incredible. That's something we've never seen. That we'll probably never see. We'll probably never see that again. Like LeBron is going to be so ahead statistically of Jordan, of Kobe, of all these other great players. And and here's my thing. With all this said, Darian, I still don't think it's crazy. If if, if people want to say MJ is the greatest, I have no. That's one thing I've never been like. No, hell no. I'm just saying I think it's crazy when MJ fans like yourself say that LeBron can't be why why can't he have a case? I think that's insane. I just look at the whole body of work. Case. I just look at everything. I look at the championship, I look at the MVPs, I look at what they average, I look at both and support. So one thing you never bring up, and I love LeBron's how they just kind of skim over everything, is that so you, you were saying how LeBron's a way better passer than Jordan, right? But, well, think, but then but here's the flip are... side then. But yeah. LeBron's not even close to the defender as Jordan is. Like the reason why people think Jordan's also the GOAT. But a lot of people think Jordan's the best two-way player ever. Like I do, th- he, I do was, think he was just as good on the, on the defensive end as he was on the offensive end, and I've nobody brings that, that up. So I'm Jordan like, okay, the... I'll give LeBron all his props on the offensive end, but and when, once it gets to defense, it's it's silence. Nobody wants to talk about that. Like, oh, I'll t- I'll talk about it right now. I think MJ is the greater defender. I've never denied that. So that's, that's it. Argue, I think he is. Okay, so so to your question, yeah. so, so somebody's arguably the best, one of the best defensive players and one of the best offensive players. How is he not better than the guy that's only – he's better than – Because because I think probably things Le- – LeBron does things better too, though. He's a better rebounder. He's a better passer. He's more efficient. Are those all facts? He's not more efficient, though. Jordan's number one in efficiency. What are you talking about? Well, well, you guys got to stop saying that. He's not more efficient. Who has a higher career field goal percentage? LeBron does. He does, but but Jordan's the most – do you want to look it up right now? Jordan's still number one in efficiency. Then the field goal percentage doesn't make you – the, that doesn't make you the more efficient than the other person. It goes off the efficiency stat. The number one person efficiency of all time in the NBA is Michael Jordan. So but, you guys got okay, to I'm, I'm going, LeBron I'm going is more efficient. Of, he's not. 
I'm going off of field goal percentage. Who is more efficient? Wait from a minute. The- How are you going off field goal percentage if the, if the stat is called efficiency? How? It, well, explain that to me then. Let, let, and, and educate me because I'm going based off of field goal percentage, what you shoot from the field each game percentage-wise. So and I think LeBron's efficiency is, is, is all categories. So it's not just field goal percentage. It's right. It's assists, rebounding, free throws, three points, all that. I think from an average standpoint, Michael Jordan is number one. So I don't understand the, the 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 thing that you and Anish always talk about this efficiency crap. The, the guy crap, that though. the guy that it's you guys crap. claim is number one in efficiency is not number one in efficiency. I, I'm really also, it Andy also, my mind Andy also has up. a higher Andy also has a higher three point percentage. He has that too. He he averages so MJ has him in average points per game. LeBron has him in assists and rebounds. Okay, so, I'm gonna go to the, so I, I so then don't bring up so then you can say that bring up categories, <laughs> but if you keep saying he's more efficient. And and there's a stat that's telling you that Jordan is number is higher than him in efficiency. You can't keep saying that because it's whoever. So you okay? So so we're, we're no, we're talking to we're talking different. You're okay, so you're going off player efficiency. I'm going off field goal percentage. So I right, should, I'm going so off player efficiency. But that's that's being efficient. If, if somebody if, if somebody's the number one player in in efficiency in, in the NBA of all time ever, they're more efficient. That you can bring up field goal percentage, all the other percentages you want. That they're not going to go off that. I'm like, okay, who was number one? Rated in the in efficiency, right? Because you're just saying they're efficient. It's Michael Jordan. It's not LeBron. Okay, are we we're going off field goal percentage or? I just told you it's the, it's the total amount. That's what the efficiency stat is. It's okay. Well, listen, listen. For me, I'm I'm look, man. Maybe you're just more versed in that category. I'm going based off of two things. I'm going off of field goal percentage. Well, that's the problem. You're going off two things, not the actual stat. If we're talking about efficiency. Right, so Jordan the, is number so, one. So what's the stat? I actually don't know. I'm, I'm giving you numbers right now. I'm, I'm like, 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 like LeBron James's career average field goal percentage wise is 50, 50, uh, 50.5%, 34% from three. I don't think Jordan was even above 30% from three, but we know Jordan wasn't a great three point shooter, but 34% is not that great. So, of a percentage. so, okay. So efficiency is rated with everything, right? So I, I'm like, look, I'm not a math whiz. I'm not all that, mm-hmm. but I know they, they just started doing this efficiency thing. And, you know, when they started doing the, uh, What's the stat called? Um, you know, Daryl Morey was in. So I forgot what they call it. What the mm-hmm. what, 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 what it's called? Like not next gen stats, but um, you know, they were calling it like the. I, I don't know, but anyway, it, it was it was some sort of like player efficiency. Yeah, rate. you know, remember because we were talking about when we worked at ESPN. Oh, okay. So in history, right? In history, LeBron is three, which is great. So it goes: Michael Jordan, Jokic, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Shaquille O'Neal. Those are the top five of all time ever. And player efficiency, that's that's including everything. Okay, that's a stat. So, I'm just giving you. The, I'm just giving you the stat. That's what I'm just giving you. That I don't. I don't know as far as the math and numbers. If you want to pinpoint to just two points or two things, that's fine. Go ahead. I'm just telling you, in the, in efficiency rating, when you keep when you use the word efficient, you got to be careful because in their efficient rating, see Jordan is number one all time. And you I think LeBron's more efficient, and they look at a list and they say, "Well, he's number three, and Jordan's number one." They're gonna go, like, "Well, how did you come to that?" Because you're going against I, the math. I didn't do the math; they did. I, just, made up I, I, I just haven't. I haven't seen that number because. Oh yeah, go ahead and look it up for yourself. Put in player efficiency rating NBA all time, and that's that's NBA player, not shooting, not three point shooting, not passing. I'm sure they have individual ones, but they're talking about just as a player and as a single player. Versus another player, Jordan is number one all time. Okay, I mean that's all I'm saying. To you. you can look it up yourself now. If well, you don't well, okay, well, it well, like I said, I'm, 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 I'm 
you have a computer in front of you. Like I, I just, I, I, that's fine. But what I'm going, what I'm going based off of right now. And like I said, there's two different things being argued here. You're saying that LeBron has no case. I'm saying that he does, but I'm also saying I understand Le- Le- the Jordan argument as well. I just think it doesn't make any sense for people that watch basketball and say, oh, you can't argue LeBron's number one, when he has pretty much, as far as total stats, MJ doesn't have him on anything. Now, you can say, oh, he's played longer. Dude, if you play but he has longer... A, but he has a, some things in averaging, right? Does he average more in some of them? In, in but, but, some but, of them? We, talk, we talked about the averages, D. Technically, if you play longer, you're going to have lower averages and things. I like, don't believe that. Of... That's the thing. I don't believe that. I don't. So, 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 don't, so don't, player, don't players' points per game averages usually okay, well, go I'm down? Sorry, I'm going to so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain the efficiency thing for you. I just looked at the, the meaning. So in professional basketball, the most commonly used statistical benchmark for comparing the overall value of players is called efficiency. It's composed of basketball stats that is derived from basic individual stats, points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, turnovers, and shot attempts. Okay. That's, that's, that's efficiency for, the, for a basketball player. So what are but, the numbers between with those two guys? I don't know if you have the numbers. In right. Oh, yeah, let me just go back. So Jordan, who's number one all time, is 20. Let me see. His numbers is twenty seven point ninety one. Um, okay, I don't like I said. I, I, I have right. I don't know the stuff. math of it. Like I said, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I'm not a math whiz, so I can I can't I couldn't break down for you. Oh okay. yeah, this is, this is what it is. I'm just I'm just telling you the stat that they that they created that put. And I, like I said, I don't know when this was created. I have no idea. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Here it goes. It says so. This was this. They've gone back as far as 1951 and 1952. So yeah, I, like I said. When you when you're using efficiency and keep saying that saying LeBron's the most efficient, you got to be careful because he's not. That's all I'm saying to you. Okay, and I know well, he's use it. I'm going off field goal percentage, which he is. That's fine. I that's what I'm. I'm just telling you. If you say who's more efficient, I'm going to say Michael Jordan because he's number one. That's and that's. But, and but, that's I'm, a, but I'm just I'm just a little confused why you you don't think the you're, you're saying the longer you play the 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 higher average you should have. I don't get why you think that because. If you do something longer, the average, the the, the odds are it's going to be lower. You have a, a larger span. Like you have, you know what I mean? Like, for example, LeBron has played over four, almost 400 more games than Jordan. 400, bro. He's played almost 400 more games. Okay. Look, Jordan's 30.1, LeBron's 27.2. Okay. And, and I'm not going to sneeze at, Le, at at MJ's assist numbers. For a, for a person that was very, like, was a volume shooter, I mean, he still averaged five assists per game, which I think, I mean, that's higher than Kobe was even. And Kobe was definitely a volume shooter, but right. mm-hmm. I just feel like, I just feel like it's more impressive if it's done over a longer period of time. And it's not like Le- you can't sneeze at LeBron's averages over a, over a much longer career. I just think he's done it longer. And here's the thing. People want to act like MJ was just one from rookie year to the end of his career. He did, did a lot of losing early on and people can get on LeBron all they want. Oh, he's this and this in the finals, bro. MJ was not winning anything until Pippen and Phil Jackson got there, and that's a fact. The, well, and you say the same thing about LeBron. He wasn't winning anything well, 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 until Wade got the ball. Well, the simple fact, I'm sorry, Jordan was not taking that Cavs team to the finals, bro. He wasn't. Not in his third year. He didn't yeah, do it. Here's the thing, which you guys also like to gloss over. LeBron also missed the playoffs his first two years, right? You know Michael Jordan never missed the playoffs as, as a bull, right? Ever. I, okay, I understand that, and that's fine. But I also, and, and, and I give him props for that. But at the same time, who's been swept more? Who's been swept more? Probably LeBron. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm actually asking you. I don't know who's been swept more. But I'm, but I, yeah, I'm this not... whole thing notion that Jordan's been swept a bunch of times—that's not true. So, okay, so he got swept. I think his first 
three years because once okay. we got to like 87 88 they they weren't getting swept they lost in like six man mostly like in six games seven games yeah I'm and, they, and, they were, and they were losing like boston they were losing the boston i mean that, that's not they were the ac was right he was the ac okay. so like when they played boston they were the ac when he scored 63 um the first because this this the first year as a rookie I'm trying to, did he get swept when he they won one game? But yeah, I mean, I think people just really say he was losing early on his score, which is fine. You can you, there's no downing it. Well, he wasn't winning. He wasn't winning champs. I mean, that's that's just right. a fact. Like, but all yeah, I'm saying is wasn't. LeBron wasn't either. Yes, I'll give LeBron for giving props that he got there in his fourth year, but he didn't win. You know what I mean? Like, so people need to stop saying like, oh, well, LeBron was win. No, he wasn't. Like, he didn't win. He didn't win until he got with Wade and Bosh. Which is well, well, well he, he he did what a lot of people, including Jordan, need. you need help to win. Ain't nobody winning it by themselves. Jordan said, "I, I agree," by... but yeah. but I think a lot of LeBron fans kind of try to use this notion that he won by himself. Like no won... LeBron fan says that. Who says that? He's always had guys helping. Every great player needs a guy to help him. No great player has done it by themselves, including right. y'all. But here's the thing too: Jordan. LeBron's also going to end up playing with more Hall of Famers. Like Jordan played with two his whole career, and one can even score. One well, I, would also, I, would also, I would also make a case that MJ had the greatest coach of all time, and LeBron has has had a Spolstra and has had right. Some, he has Spolstra. He's had some solid coaches, but I don't think that's even close. I mean, the guy had David Blatt as his coach. <laughs> so, oh I mean, yeah, no, you, he's had some bad. Yeah, no, so you I, can also I argue agree. that. You can also argue MJ. I mean, because we saw what Phil Jackson. Kobe needed Phil Jackson to win. T- he never won a championship without Phil Jackson. Right. No, MJ I get never it. won a- so, no, Yeah, well, no, no. Shaq won it with Pat Riley. So. Yeah, so if you're going to yeah. bring up the Hall of Famer argument, which is fair, it is fair, you also have to bring up the fact that he had a way better coach. And that's there's no argument with that. Yeah, there's no, no argument, right. So that I, so I, I call that a fans that he played with way better talent to me than MJ did with those championships. Like I said, Pippen was while he was great and he obviously is an all time no, great. Hall of Famer. He's a Hall, Hall of Famer. Yeah, I was Robin's the only all time yep. great he played with. I mean, Rodman was a great rebounder. Rodman averaged like eight, seven points for his career. He was a great rebounder. But I think, yeah, I think Rodman's considered an all time great rebounder, great defender overall for sure. Right, exactly. But he wasn't. He wasn't. You know, he wasn't giving you thirty. He wasn't giving you twenty five, twenty. He wasn't mm-hmm. doing that. So, but once again, you got to factor in Phil Jackson, which LeBron didn't have. So it, it, I don't want to hear the Hall of Fame thing because, well, I can just say, well, he had a Hall of Fame coach. And we can't say that didn't matter because it does matter. We know that matters because two of the greatest guards of all time did not win anything without Phil. So I don't want to hear that. Wait, wouldn't you say that LeBron needed more help than Jordan did, though? Like, it, as far as players? Because all his championships he's won, he's always had, like, two other guys. Jordan had yeah, one. But, here, but here's my thing, though. Like, LeBron's always been the best player on his team. So, yes. Yeah, so he, it's Jordan. So no, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, right. so like I said, I'm not going to be like, well, Jordan, LeBron needed help. So did Jordan. But like I said, Jordan, you, he LeBron played more Hall of Famers, but he also had a much like the greatest coach ever. So that's a push to me. Like, I don't want to hear the whole. Oh, okay. oh, saying that evens it out. It evens it out. Yeah. Okay. I don't like the whole Hall of Fame thing. I think that just evens it out. Because I can name a lot of bad coaches LeBron's had too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's true. Bad coaches, but listen, man, this is this is and this is what makes me love this podcast. We can go back and forth about this stuff forever, and that's why I don't like people to be like, "Y'all agree on everything." Remember, like people used to say, "Like, no, we don't at all." No, no, no. Because <laughs> I will never, like I said, I, as long as I live, I'm not going to agree with that. I'm just not. It's not going to be a a time on earth, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, I think LeBron's but, better. But, 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 but explain that to me, D. I don't understand the closed-mindedness there. Like, what, what what do you mean this long? Like, what if things change? 
like, like you, you, what's what's going to change? Okay, if the like look, look, if LeBron wins two more titles, like what? what We've like, been what? saying that for like three, four years now. No, and... but you're saying I, I'll never change my mind ever as long as I live. But why would you say that? Like I don't. So like, are you like, what if things change? I I just I just feel like, look, I'm not going to tell you how to think. Like I just don't understand why you wouldn't be open minded. Like, yeah, things can change. People, it's like. I'm not going to say Brady can, is always going to be the greatest quarterback no matter what happens. Like some people, like, no, there might be people that surpass him. They're think, it's going to be hard, but it's definitely possible. And I think LeBron definitely has a case. That's all I'm saying. I think it's crazy to say he doesn't have a case. He's been doing this thing longer than anyone's ever done it. Of course he has a case. He's going to be the lead. He's the leading all-time scorer. Of course he has a case. Just like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had a case because he was the leading all-time scorer. Yeah, right. No, I get it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, I, like I said, I look at the whole body of work of what they they both done from season to season, playoffs, finals. I look at everything. I look at the whole body of work. And I look when at I look at the whole body of work, I don't yeah. see LeBron touching Jordan. That's just me. And I look at the whole body of work, and I think that's why I do like LeBron over Jordan. So we're looking at the same thing and just have different opinions. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I right. Because I know you're looking doing... at certain things. I'm looking at certain things. Yeah. I just and the think things that doing... that are impressive to me may not be impressive to you. Like what you're mentioning about LeBron. Some of them are just not that impressed. I'm like, okay, great, he did but, that. But you but... are you impressed with you? You are impressed with how he's playing at at this point of his career, which we've never seen before. Yeah, I'll give him that. Yeah, I have. Yeah, like 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 you're watching him play. Like how like this man has been a top ten player for almost twenty years. Like we've never seen that. You don't see that in any in any other sport, really. Like what what other sport have you seen somebody be? Now, I'm not saying LeBron, MJ, LeBron's not in his prime anymore because I think MJ, LeBron, when he was in his prime, was a much better defender. Because naturally, towards the end of your career, like Kobe did not play defense towards the end of his career. Like, well, that's what's so like, impressive to me about Mike because Mike in his last year with the Bulls was all uh, defensive, I think. His last year with the Bulls. And he was, what, 35? So, oh, super right. impressive. Yeah, super impressive. Right. So that's, that's what I'm saying. So, right. So things that like I'm saying, I can bring up a lot of stuff. We can go back and forth. And we're just going to keep going back and forth. If you're going to bring up something, I'm going to bring up something. And but you know, gonna... the gap's just going to keep getting bigger, man. It's going to keep getting bigger because LeBron is nowhere close to looking like he's done, bro. Nowhere close. But why does he and have if... to be done, though? Like, if he plays like this for another three, four years and doesn't want to chip, I'm going to say the same exact thing. I'm not going to change my mind. I'm not. He can average 27 for the next three years, and I'll still be like, Jordan's better. All right, so I what was... if he wins? Well, okay, so you're, you're, you're going off hypotheticals. You just said... He right, because you, you're going off hypothetical. You're saying, well, no, right, he, right. So, he, so, so if he if he does do that and wins two more titles, then would you change your mind? The titles thing made me change my mind. Maybe, yeah, that okay. made me change my mind. But if he's just averaging 27 and you know they're they get, you know they're, they're a playoff team or they lose in the second, whatever, and I'm like, okay, yeah, he's doing his thing. But also, damn, people talk like people talk like LeBron hasn't won any titles. Like, geez, he's won four. Let's not act like he's won one. <laughs> Like, oh no no I get that no I get that I, I yeah. think sometimes people act like LeBron has you know only won one or two like you know he's won four titles he's won four Finals MVPs like he's that's nothing to sneeze at either I know MJ's won six but let's not act like four ain't amazing so I'm saying no four yeah four is great don't get me wrong but I think it's guys starting to catch up to him with that and that's the thing you're saying the gap is you think the gap is going to grow more LeBron said with Jordan but then you have guys that are coming up now. That might close the gap with him, because if they start winning, like, like Steph has four with him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He does. So, and I and I get. It. I know you're gonna say, oh, well, well Steph's not as good as LeBron. That's fine. Yeah, that's true. That's a true statement. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's not sneeze at what Steph has done. I mean, Steve, Steph has ch- changed the game. I mean, he's 
the greatest shooter we've ever seen. He has four chips. Now, oh, no, I'm, not sleeping, I'm not sleeping on Steph at all. He, he's not, all. he doesn't have the MVP, he doesn't have the MVP finals, and I get that. So that's why LeBron's ahead. But that gap is starting to close. And then, you know, you have other guys that who knows, you know, and it's hypothetical. You have Giannis, you have guys that can win multiple, a Jokic who can, you know, they can win again. You know what I mean? So while you're saying, oh, well, LeBron's closing in on Jordan, they're going to start closing in on LeBron. Like, well, hey, well, I got well, chips well, too. well, no, people are going to try to catch LeBron at this point. I mean, he's ahead of everyone. So. Right. Well, yeah. I don't, I I don't think, think I think as far as winning. It's going to be hard for somebody to do it with the points. I get it. Like, that may not ever be broken. But yeah. I think with championships and, you know, like the MVPs, stuff like MVPs, that. that can, right. That could definitely be done. So that's what I'm saying. And then as that argument goes on, on time, and we're still arguing LeBron and MJ. People are like, well, wait a minute. This guy won four or five and has MVPs. Like, why is he not mentioned? You know what I mean? So yeah. it's going to be an ongoing thing, you know? And yeah, there, there are people in the league right now we know are capable of doing that. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, I think while LeBron joining thing, everybody thought was going to eventually be this big gap, LeBron better be careful because it has players now that can get on him. You know yeah, I mean? when, it com- when it comes to, like... But I, here's the thing, like, I mean, it's not like MJ has the most titles ever. I mean... He doesn't, right. Bill I Russell. That's Russell. So and and, with and, and Robert because, Corey. Yeah, just because you have more titles doesn't mean you're going to be greater anyway. So that's how I look right. at but it. Right, like, for me, like, Steph, for instance, like, I know, well, obviously when yeah. Katie was there, those were really the only two years you're like, all right, he, that Katie was better. But those mm. other titles, it was him. You know what I mean? Like, I know Andre Iguodala got the first one, which is... Okay, I think that's yeah. a little sketchy. Right, yeah. exactly. Whatever, give it to him. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Steph was the best player on that team. The last championship, Steph, Steph was the best player on that team. Right, the KD years, he was the second best player. But yeah, like you know what I'm saying. And if they win another one, he's probably going to be the best player on that team. So it's like, yeah, now and he'll have five. Then you're like, okay, so you know, because people already people already saying he's. I don't agree with it, but people already saying he's the greatest point guard ever. I don't think so, but. Well, well, <laughs> I don't know if you remember that clip that went viral with Magic. They, oh, they I saw Magic that. Yeah, that. Magic was like, "Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, nah." And, well, and, I, Steph, I, nah. Steph and I love got killed Steph. for that. I, love I think, Steph. yeah, Steph, Steph got killed for that. Steph, Steph, like, Steph, Steph is the greatest shooter we've ever seen. But yeah. as far as nah, he's not the best. Nah, he's not the best point guard ever. No, no, I don't even think there's an argument. No, I don't either. I don't either. Yeah, <laughs> he's the greatest shooter Steph. we've ever seen ever. I I agree with that. That's not even a question, but oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, nah, not point guard, no, no. So, <laughs> nah, not Steph. Well, I love you, Steph, but you're not the greatest point guard ever. No. <laughs> well, hey, D man, we had a little bit of everything in this pod, man. Either way, I enjoyed it. Always a good time, and and once again, man, just our condolences to all the uh, victims of, of everybody involved with UNLV, man. We'll, we'll always love our alma mater. We always rock the, we always rep the running Rebs. We always will. So. I um, just wanted to end on that note. Yeah, man. Prayers for UNLV. You know, as yeah. they say, Vegas strong. Um, I'm a I'm a running rebel, rebel. You know, for life. For life. Going through. Always. Although, repping, although you know. they gotta lower their they gotta lower their hoodie prices at the bookstore. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. I was like, they're yeah, better weird. online. I was gonna say, go online. They're, they're a little cheaper online. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Nah, it's just a special place in my heart. It always will be. Um, you know. Uh, yeah, I love Vegas. I love I love the city. Um. You know, I love that school. You know, the best four years of my life. You know what I mean? So no, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, met a lot of great people, including yourself, and yeah. learned a lot when I was out there from, you know, just myself and other people, how to navigate in this world. 
So yeah, yeah man, it's 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 always for me. It's always gonna be my second home, and you know, it always it will always be near and dear. You know, at least in my heart. You know what I mean? Hey, man, you, I mean, you still you still got you know you family. You still got my brothers. Time you want definitely it legit is your other home. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, man. Yeah, I love it. You know how much I love visiting, going to certain places. Like it's just yeah, man. I look anytime I go to Vegas, I look forward to it. It's just and it's just a different feeling when you go there. It's just like. It's a it's a getaway from like your normal regular life, you know. And we were we Absolutely. were we were fortunate to live it every day. Yeah, man. And people, you know, people, what do people always say? D, like, I, I couldn't do it if I like. Yeah, you could. You would. I couldn't go to school. Oh out there. yeah, man. No, remember we used to always say when we go to the job interviews, people couldn't like they see UNLV on the resume, like, oh man, you went to UNLV. How'd you do it? You know. And um, you get used yeah, to it. Man, so you get used to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, man, we'll do it again next time, brother. Peace. Peace.